Hello, hello, hello. What up? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Alex. Yeah, what up, Nelly <sighs> Mill? <sighs> yes. Back in the house. Back I took in my fuzzy house. off. <laughs> took my fuzzy, this one? Uh-huh. Took it off. Okay. <laughs> I like it big like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, it's off for now. So what's going on? Oh man, we got we got a really old school movie to talk about, a cult classic like no other. And th- this one was one of your choices and I've been mm-hmm. oh, I'm I'm a couple years younger than you. So I nobody told me about this movie. I did not see it probably until I was like 17 years old, maybe 16, 2002, 2003, and even when I saw it then, held up just like it was 1979. You know what? I think I probably saw it around at the same time you saw it when I saw it first. Okay. I bumped into it, I think, in the late 90s, early 2000s on a Saturday morning, like three times. And I'd always miss the first half hour, hour or something, and, and watch it, you know, uh, midway through. Go, man, that's a good movie. I'll have to watch it from the beginning to end one of these days. Yeah. And I watched it recently. I've seen it from, be- from beginning to end, of course, since. But, you know, I watched it yesterday. It was amazing. Yeah, so the movie we're talking about, The Warriors, if you guys don't know and haven't been paying attention. Yeah, real classic, 1979, uh, based on the book. When did the book come out? Uh, 1965, I believe. And I got the uh, the DVD that? the DVD that I got that I bought a while ago, the Blu-ray. It has some cool, like, you know, because they're trying to go back and, like, base things on, like, the sketching from the novel, the way that they're kind of, like, doing the characters on like the uh, the dvd menu and stuff but real classic stuff yeah yeah that's right you watch it on dvd so you had those special features right yeah and there was well and really there wasn't even really any special features like with this oh no uh, the the director came out i mean this yeah whenever this came out they didn't do a new uh new version of it since but the director came out and he's like you know, I kind of hate those movies where it's like the director comes out and tells you what he was thinking about this and that. He's like, well, I'm going to tell you what I was thinking. And <laughs> so like, I just felt honored that uh, that I was able to, you know, remake a remake a novel like The Warriors. And it was all about them. Uh, I forget how far the Warriors were actually a- away from their their homeland or whatever is more than 27 miles. Whatever the, the gang, the Warriors, you know, was away from Coney Island. But. Yeah, they yeah. did say forty in the in the film, but he was guessing. Well, we're like forty miles away. From yeah, home. <laughs> right. So, and they had a trek in those uh, vests. Yeah, <laughs> vests. Only the vests. It, it, it ended up raining on them multiple times. Like that was something I never really paid attention to. But it's yeah, like they were wet a lot, weren't they? Yeah, rains at one time, and then like later in the movie they have umbrellas, and so it's like you know just. I don't know. You know what? I never checked for continuity, but if there was there were wet some scenes and then dry other scenes, but I never noticed. I think the continuity well, might have been spot on on that. Well, I think and I think with the uh, with the leather jackets or well, leather vests or whatever, a little bit easier. I mean, because even if it was super wet, you probably wouldn't be able to tell. And yeah, I think true. either way, they're always like sweating from being on the run from somebody. <laughs> oh yeah, they did a lot of running in that movie, huh? <laughs> they got running and running. But I don't like watching movies like that. Is like they're on a journey, you know. It's it's yeah. kind of cool to see if they're going from one place to another. So it, it really um, movies like that you really get drawn in because you're getting pulled in by the traveling aspect of the of the yeah. Movie, right. 
Yep. So and what up, Bakes a lot? We're gonna we're I got two scenes queued up for today, and we're definitely gonna do the uh the kid. And I, I love it too because he says it multiple times, and then it's like the third one. That's the one. Can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. He's like, yeah, <laughs> classic, <coughs> classic stuff. Yes, and uh, shout out to everybody else in the chat. Shout out to Crispy. What up? And uh, yeah, Minnesota Marty, you the man. Thanks for joining with us, guys. And uh, I guess one of the things that I like and don't like about the movie is how fast the story like picks up. I like it because it does get down to action real quick, but sometimes I do like the story kind of building up a little bit. But really, it's, I mean, at the beginning, I mean, they kind of just say everything of what's going on during these little like, what, warrior snippets of when guys are talking to each other. Like, um, kind of explaining to everyone what's going to happen. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It didn't bother me uh, that it was so fast-paced. Um, the movie was is two hours long, right? It didn't um, seem like it was two hours. It seemed shorter than that. Uh, 92 minutes is the runtime, so hour and a half. Oh, an hour and a half. Okay, it wasn't as long as I, as I remembered then. I thought it was longer. But um, it seemed to wrap up kind of quickly, I thought, near the end. I thought it kind of dragged on a little more. Starts quickly and ends super quickly, but I guess that's like a lot of the movies from back then. Like, just I mean, 1979. I mean, I don't know. I, I just all these like horror movies, I guess that's the movies that I'll go back and watch, you know, more than just a lot of other movies. But they start really quick and they end like really quick. And the credits end quick too. <laughs> the credits, yeah, it's yeah, like they're done in about 20 seconds. Now the credits here, they're, they're like a storyboard of six, seven minutes. Oh, man. Marty says he's never heard of this one. Okay. Well, you're in for a treat when you actually go watch this. Yeah. It came out in 1979. But just for Marty's time, I think, right? Well, I mean, Marty Circa. Yeah. I mean, 1979. That's that's definitely definitely before my time, you know, as well. A couple years before. A little before my time. But yeah, I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we found it. And I don't remember who introduced me to it, but I do remember that uh, they, they came out with the video game for was it playstation 2 and i think it might have been in the beginning of the 2000s as well they come out with the video game and the video game is pretty much exactly the movie so <laughs> i'd already seen it before that but it was kind of cool playing the game and it's just it's you running from a bunch of people and then having to get yeah, <laughs> yeah so oh, here we go. Marty said point in 97 <laughs> when i was looking for i was searching for them uh for the film last night um um some animated type of thing came on the warriors it was about 50 minutes long or something i don't know if you saw that i think that was the video game yeah so i had that plan as i was searching for the actual movie because all those movies they're all duds right yeah they're put up like just hours ago five six hours ago when they they don't play or they play in the first minute and they shut down right so then i found the the one feed but the so that was going on for about 40 minutes i'm like this is stupid. I want to hear, but <laughs> but it got me in the mood, though. You know, yeah, because a lot of yeah. it. I mean, the the scenes in there, like it. You know, it's obviously animated, but very very similar to what's going on in the actual movie. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And they have to go super far. So I mean, because the movie in the beginning, it's literally like Cleon just saying, "Oh yeah, we're going, uh, we're going to the Bronx. We're gonna go see what Cyrus is all about, or whatever. He's supposed to be the one." 
And um, yeah, they get on the train and then it's just a big cut scene of Cleon telling guys stuff, Swan, you know, who's the lieutenant or whatever, war chief, whatever they call him, uh, warlord. I forget their, their names for the um, their pecking order in the gang. But yeah, they're only bringing nine guys, and uh, they're probably going the farthest out of everybody because Coney Island's so far from like the middle of the city. Nine well, guys, eight, no weapons. There's eight guys, oh, there's eight guys left. Well, at the end, I mean, there's only six guys left out of the nine. Right. No, but like I, was, I thought it was eight total. But when you said nine, you're talking about uh, Cleon. Yeah. Because they took him out in the in the crowd, right? Right. Yeah. He's he, there. He, he, he got beat down by uh, the one guy. Yeah, right? with the uh, the the riffs. The grammar was it the grammar city riffs? Grammar yeah, city he took riffs. out a couple of them, and then there was just too many of them. Yeah, it was because of the dude who shot Cyrus. You know, the he the he the other warrior, I forget one of the guys who didn't make it all the way. He saw him and he's like just like dead in his uh, you know, we're skipping ahead a little bit. He sees him, and then it's like the dude needs to blame the warriors because the warriors are the ones who saw him officially do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That guy was a little snake. Yeah, he's a little, yeah. He's just annoying. Great, great, great cast for him. Yeah. (laughs) He's an annoying character, man. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, it's pretty much, it's a whole montage of while they're on the the subway getting there. Because what, I mean, what did they say how far they are? Like over an hour away, at least on the subway of actually getting there. Um, They say it somewhere in the middle of the movie. They're like, all right, in an hour, we'll be back to Coney. But, uh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then you're seeing all the different yeah. gangs who are coming through and everything, and and we find out it's a, it's a hundred gangs that are coming and nine guys from each gang. So that's nine hundred uh, people. I'm doing yeah. the math. <laughs> and, and you know what though? It looked like about a thousand people up there too. Like there as was far a lot, passing, right? Yeah, it, it was about on target. Yeah, and it's funny because when Cyrus gets up there, can you count suckers? And like, I'm sure there's a bunch who can't do too good. They can't count too well. Like, let's put it that way. And uh, everyone seems old, you know, like, um, I mean, everyone just like looks old, looks like adults and everything. But most of the people are portraying like teenagers and uh, which I didn't really catch on when I was younger. But uh, when the guys are talking to the orphans, like, hey, yeah, our youth worker, she talks about you guys all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, the one kid, he looked pretty young. The one, uh, uh, the black kid, light skin dude with the, the, the one, Yeah, the one looked, who, he was the youngest looking. The one he who was like a teenager. Spray, yeah, the one who has the spray can, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's always kind of nervous. Yeah. He looked way younger than everybody else. He did, didn't he? <laughs> and like, he did look like he'd be in, like a gang member, really. No, and even like later, I know we're we're going ahead, but even like uh, when he gets cut, he's like, ah, she cut me, she cut me. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, as much as I like the film, there's there's a couple of critiques I got about it. Yeah, <laughs> I got about it. You'll hear my rating in the end. Everything uh, it, it moves pretty quick, and uh, I mean. Pretty much, I mean, we're just, I mean, it's literally like the opening credits pretty much that is uh, them on the subway trip and we get the little interviews where you, and not an interview, but Cleon's talking to different people and it's literally just like 10 seconds. But like one of the guys, he's like, maybe we get to roll some heads along the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you the just lines, sold your up, man. right? <laughs> the writing is hilarious. 
And then one of the guys, the guys with the, the guy with the cowboy hat, he's like, man, we're going to be wearing our colors out there. How are we going to hide? And the other guy's like, who the hell wants to hide? So you get a real, real insight into most of them just in like a quick 10 second, you know, little sound bite. It's funny when they mention colors, too, because when I first heard of colors was from colors. The film right. Colors that came out in 89, I think, 88, yeah. maybe. Robert Robert Duvall and Sean Penn. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I thought. So that was like, okay, 10 years later, pretty much 10 years later. So I thought that was kind of a new thing with the colors. That was, it goes back into the 70s, obviously. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, like, all the gangs are really, like, super exaggerated and everything, um, at least with what they're doing, but. There's there's always been gangs in New York. I mean, even going back to that Leonardo DiCaprio movie, Gangs in gangs New York. New York, yeah. They've always been there, and uh, apparently there was a bunch of drama with like the real gangs, you know, that were in New York and all the places that they were filming. And who did uh, and and like the the film crew? They hired the Mongols, I believe, that motorcycle gang to like be their protection, like be their security guards, like on the movie. So they needed gangsters to actually be the security against the other gangsters around. Oh, on which movie? On this movie. Oh, was that on the on the DVD thing? I, I mean, that was just things that I, that I heard along the way. Oh, just, okay. Just hearing different backstories. I thought you were talking about this movie, but for a second I thought there's another movie where you got it. Okay. Yeah, so they were doing wow. so much in New York and like ruffling the feathers of like real gangs in New York that they had to hire a real biker gang to like be their security against like the oh, other wow. gangs that actually live there. <laughs> wow. So interesting stuff. No doubt, no doubt. And uh, one of the two clips that I got, I got a clip for the beginning and a clip for the end because they're the two most notorious scenes. And then here we go with Cyrus, man. It was just... So awesome. Can you count, suckers? And every time I see that, I'm like, no, <laughs> can't. Probably I say can't. the future is ours. If you can count. <laughs> it's like the future is very bleak. Now look what we have here before us. We've got the Saracens sitting next to the Jones Street boys. We've got the Moonrunners right by the Van Cortland Rangers. Nobody is wasting nobody. That is a miracle. It's a miracle. And miracles is the way things ought to be. You're standing right now with nine delegates from a hundred gangs. And there's over a hundred more. That's 20,000 hardcore members, 40,000 counting affiliates, and 20,000 more not organized, but ready to fight. 60,000 soldiers. Now there ain't but 20,000 police in the whole town. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> Can you dig it? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, super charismatic, you know, like he had everyone eating out of the palm of his hand. And uh, 
Really, everyone who was there just wants anarchy, right? Like, I mean, they're yeah. part of they're part of a gang because they want some kind of a family, maybe need some kind of a family, but uh, you know, all on the wrong sides of the tracks and want some anarchy. Yep. That third canyon digger gave me chills. I was like, Whoa, I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah. Can you dig it? Can only imagine. Yeah. That had to be real epic. Um being there you know for the actors and obviously the actor who actually played uh who played cyrus and i guess he was like a late stand-in as well the guy who originally was supposed to uh was supposed to play him he like showed up to set one day and then they said he pretty much never showed up again like after that like the next day or when everything was going to start and so then they they cast uh they cast him in there and what was his uh Wonder if we even. Oh, he, he was the Roger Hill for, for that. Okay, he so he was a stand-in for the original cast of that uh, character. Right. Oh. Yeah, and then being part of one wow. of the most iconic scenes in the movie. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Marty, can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> Classic stuff, and uh, of course, though, like. They couldn't get out of here and be organized and everything like that. Of course, there's some crazy ass fool who pulls out a gun. Yeah. And the, whole, the whole gang was into it too, because I mean, everybody knows because you just see that it's like passing the gun from hands to hand, hand to hand, hand to hand. Probably goes down all nine guys. And then, uh, and then the main guy who we hate just shoots Cyrus and takes him out. The bottler. Yeah. Bottle. Well, we have to give him a name, cooking those bottles like that. Yeah, what the hell? Are you showing that scene or no? Oh yeah, yeah, we got that. We got that for uh, the end when we start talking. Oh, you about do? That. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell his. Uh, I don't even know what the hell his name is. Like in there, he's such an asshole, though. He's got a name. I mean, you can look on the IMDb. And yeah, I'm on the IMDb right now, and I'm not seeing him on there. And you for you for your for your um, promo, you just had the bottles clanging. Yeah, it was like it was just like it almost put me in a trance. Uh, so, <laughs> like, uh, so, because I know, because I know, you know, the reference obviously. Yeah, it's just like it was like mesmerized. Was like I like, like shake my head. Wait a minute, wait a minute, what's going on? I, I, under a spell for a second. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the Lord, you know, Lord of the Rings, or how they they get the ring. Yeah, they they, they get all trippy. Like uh, I was like, oh, the bottles, the bottles. Mm -hmm. Thanks for rocking with us, Crispy, on the SSB channel on the YouTube. Uh, for everyone who's on the Hustler channel, the link for the Silver Screen Breakdowns is in the, the it's the pin chat at the top. And uh, we're always looking for more people to join the Silver Screen Breakdowns community. Go to SSBpod.com. And we got uh, we got Bogey's music over there too. So yeah, join uh, join the top tier, which is uh, Bogey's music tier. It's all the exclusive joints. And then Nelson Tynes Instagram. There we go. My Instagram page. There we um, go. Oh, Marty was born in 97. Yeah. 97. He's a youngster. Yeah. He's a youngster. Yeah. 18 years this movie came out before he was born. <laughs> Hell, it had to come out sometime, right? Might as well be 18 years. There we go. But yeah, so whoever the hell that dude is i can't can't remember his name and they never i don't even think they say it like in the name i watched the movie like five times over this past week and uh yeah the warrior sees him and we, i don't i forget the other uh warrior's name he's one of the guys who doesn't make it 
uh, all the way back. Um, and uh, yeah, he sees him and he's just like caught like a deer in headlights. And uh, yeah, and then um, he runs, scatters when all the cops come and everything. But then Cleon gets caught up with all this shit. And the dude's like, the warrior, he's the one. He shot Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like him too. It's him. He did it. <laughs> and then he gets his friend. Yeah, I, I've seen him. That's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then, yeah, Cleon, like, he's the leader of the Warriors. And we he gets no screen time. That kind of sucks. You know, like, uh, I mean, he was the baddest dude of them all. And um, before, as soon as they yeah, leave the, the area, Cleon's done. Yeah, they took him out like that so quickly. But that's that's the gang life. So that's actually a good a good thing. Yeah. Like a martyr type of thing, right? Made it realistic. That's you for know, sure. You know, he went out. Uh uh he was a good man. He was a good man. <laughs> he went out swinging. That's yeah, exactly. Sure. <laughs> and what's interesting too about that time in 70 in 79 or I don't know because I was really young, but um when you look at the demographic of the racial demographic of the gangs are all multicultural gangs. I don't know how. Yeah. They were like, like even the skinheads, they said they're those little skinheads. They're like, right. So black yeah. And yeah. White. yeah <laughs> there's like, black skinheads in there too. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, yeah and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, th- I think maybe one of the only ones might've been those, you know, the, the guys who framed the warriors or whatever, they may have been one of the only ones that was like all white. Um, I guess we can't tell with the uh, with the baseball furies, right? Because they got their their faces covered and uh, in paint and all that. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's I think what's the crazy about New York. Were, were white guys though. <coughs> what's that? They're, they're either white guys or Latino. They were black guys because there's not enough black guys in baseball. <laughs> no, yeah, I thought they were black guys. So we rule rule out that they were black guys. Yeah, well, let's narrow it down. Who's left? I yeah. don't think they're Asian dudes either. I mean, there's probably some Latinos in there. I think there's Latinos and whites. Gotta be. Gotta be. (laughs) Yeah, what up, Phil? He said, because his name's Cleon. (laughs) (laughs) Cleon. Yeah, he didn't make it far at all. And, uh, yeah, so they they get out of there, and then they end up, like, ending, I mean, going right to the, uh, um, what's it called? The cemetery in the graveyard. And that's the spot where at least they get away from the cops. And... Then they realize, is the truce even going to be on? Like, they have over an hour left. Uh, Yeah, they say, like, 40 miles or something that they have to go. No weapons or nothing. Yeah. uh, They've never even been to the Bronx before. That's what's crazy. In the beginning, it's like, we've never even been to the Bronx. (laughs) Well, that's right, because Coney Island is, like, uh, it's pretty much Long Island. Or is it Jersey? So I think think it's, like, Long Island area, and then, you know, just all the way towards the water, and – everyone else is a little bit more centrally located. Yeah, right? Because they said they were going to the Bronx. So they were amongst the five boroughs and everything, and yeah, had to come all the way out there from Coney. Yeah, those subway trains look... Uh, they're graffiti, graffiti on top of graffiti. Yeah, they look everywhere. rough, those trains. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, that's probably a realistic uh, depiction. Well, I mean, obviously, because they actually filmed this back then. But there's been a lot of like time pieces that have been coming out about New York in the 70s and early 80s. And yeah, it's a big tourist capital of the world now, but wasn't always like so much glitz and glamour in a lot of areas of it. Yeah, because now they have, um, you know, they have even like in Manhattan stuff, they have like two cops 
every few blocks, like walking the streets. And they never had that before. When yeah. I, um, when I was there early 2000, I saw that I've been the back since obviously, but I know, but that's how they cleaned up New York. I think Julie mayor Giuliano did that. Okay. Ju Ju Giuliano or Giuliani. Okay. Giuliano? Yeah. I think Giuliano. Yeah. And, he, I, uh, apparently he did that in the late nineties. They cleaned it up like that. And big difference when you have a, cops walking around so when you guys were out there filming paid in full like what was it like was there a bunch of uh bunch of cop security out there or is it like if people want you know to like, overrun the set there's always cops there's always a cop on set anyway on like all sets at least right. here in la it's like that and when i was working in toronto same thing so new york i think there was a cop but i remember getting there early we we're having some problems and there was no cops around <laughs> or there was no there wasn't a cop on <coughs> Yeah, there's one guy kind of going nuts before we shot. There's like seven in the morning too. Um, that's Harlem, right? So yeah, he's gang banging um, on bacon, man. He wasn't going; he was going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I was there, you know, I was hanging around, hanging out. Um, I flew in like Friday night, shot, and then flew back to Toronto on uh, Sunday. Okay. And so I was hanging out Friday, Saturday, and uh, yeah, there were cops around and stuff. It was pretty. Felt pretty safe in Times Square and everything where I was nice. staying. Nice. So, yeah. Well, back to the Warriors. And yep. uh, <laughs> man, it shit just goes from bad to worse with these guys, like uh, pretty much every second of this movie. Cause it really, it starts with them, like, you know, they're, they're free now. You know, they made it at least out of that little war zone and like they, they ditched the cops or whatever. Yeah. Then it cuts to the Gramercy Riffs. <laughs> Who are the Warriors? And they got their big fucking gang in there. And, you know, looks like hundreds and hundreds of guys in some kind of warehouse. And they're all decked out in their fucking karate geese and shit. And we saw them using some... Yeah, like, like, uh, like the Fruit of Islam type of dudes. Yeah, and fucking... And we, saw them doing, we saw them using some karate moves on uh, on Cleon. Like, man, it wasn't, it wasn't just... Uh, they weren't just fighting like we expect. Like, they were, they were some ninjas. Like yeah, right. Well, it seemed, they, that, it seemed that Cleon had a couple moves too, didn't he? He did. I mean, Before yeah, he, he, had, he had some he had moves the one with the back elbow, and yeah, he was uh, he was throwing some haymakers. Yeah, yeah, he was doing pretty good. He looked like he knew a little bit of martial arts, a little bit. He was using, and then there's too many of them. Yeah, he didn't get help. Yeah, but yeah, but really those guys, yeah, you didn't mess with those guys. So those guys were the 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 center point of um, the badass gang, right? Yeah, because Cyrus is the leader of their gang, and that's like the biggest gang in the city already. And he right, was trying right. to get everyone to come up with a truce on their on their own, just because only going against cops and all one gang or whatever. Well, that and, guy with the, the one guy with the shades, I thought he was the leader, but he wasn't. He was like this right hand man then. Yeah, yeah. And so once Cyrus is out of the picture, you know, then he is the main guy. Yeah, right. Just like then Klingon, <laughs> Klingon. <laughs> Called him Klingon. The Klingon was so so the, the so the top guys were falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least in, at least in there, at least in the Warriors and in and in the Rifts gang. And then I wonder if this how it was back in the day where if they needed to get a message out there, use the DJs. Because uh, I mean, I forgot about her. You know that radio is more pop. I mean, I radio had to be more popular than TV back in the seventies, right? Like, I mean. I oh, yeah, it was because radio was around longer, and like you're not 
and you're not like rocking a TV like out it out in the streets, you know, like you can have I mean shit, we saw guys walking with their boom boxes, you know, on their ears and stuff. Like, I mean, I'm assuming most of them, I'm assuming they're not all radio Raheem. You know, I'm assuming some people yeah. would be playing, you know, just the radio or whatever's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had a well, remember that song Video Killed the Radio Star, right? Yeah. Exactly. That was very real. That was 19. I think that was 79, too. Okay. Either 79 or 80. Yeah, because it was a disco the song. Right? So it had to be. Had to well, be in the a disco song. No, it wasn't a disco song. Sounded like disco, right? I mean, no, I don't it, know. it was. A, it was. Um, uh, I remember. I was a little kid. I remember they were from uh, Britain. Okay. And then they had a group Asia. The guy, what's his name? They were called the Buggles. Okay. They're out of London or at least the UK somewhere, and um, they only had like a couple of hits. Um, but uh, there, but it was like new oh, age. It was kind of like um. You know Gary Newman with cars and stuff. Okay. And um, and tainted love, tainted love. Okay. Well, so that was the the new wave that came out of England, and a video called the Radio Star was the first of that. So, so yeah, so it wasn't disco, but it it kind of sounds discoish a little bit, but it wasn't though. Okay, and I mean I remember the song from uh, uh from what's it called? Um, it was in the video game uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and they oh, were. Yeah pretty much portraying like Scarface like in that in that video game is what they were doing that was one of the big uh the big songs video killed the radio star huh yep <laughs> classic so, so, alex what's this <laughs> i know almost one day i was almost gonna go buy some bottles just to <laughs> <laughs> i don't have i only have this one jar ah, i can't clang them together no man Oh, did, yeah. did you know the story behind that? Or I can tell you later. Or yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget know something about that. Don't forget. Don't forget as we get there. Yeah. So they put out the word over the radio, and uh, yeah, now everybody is looking for them. The Warriors don't know because they don't have a radio. Yeah. On them, so they they don't know that everyone's looking for them. <clears throat> they just think that the truce is off and that's where you talked about those skinhead dudes in the big ass bus. Like, yeah, they're like waiting for the train or whatever. And they see those dudes on the bus and they're looking for yeah. the warriors, right? Those yeah. Guys. And they're the first multicultural group of skinheads. Like that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, they, uh, they didn't have any uh, limitations on race joining those skinheads. That's for sure. And they were a scary bunch too. Yeah, and so and that bus. Um, let me see all the warriors and the and their damn names. The one uh, who was the guy who, uh, yeah, there was the guy who was challenging uh, Swan. I remember Swan. I can't remember the guy who was. Uh, yeah, I remember, I remember what it looked like. I don't remember his name. And maybe we'll bust some heads along the way. You know that guy, the one who's trying to fight everybody all the time. <laughs> he starts challenging Swan. Like, he's like, I bet you don't even know where the subway is. I got as much right, you know, to be warlord as you. Everyone wants the power. Yeah. You knew that guy wasn't going to go that far. No. It was a loose cannon. Yeah. Loose cannon. Too wild. Too wild. And then the subway was right by them. The the one kid found the subway. Yeah. The youngest kid. Yep. Hey, the subway's right there. Let's go. Yep. Then you think they're home free, Scott Free. Everyone's getting all excited, and yeah, we're only an hour away, and we're going to be home scot free. Yeah, right. <laughs> Juan's the only one who was smart enough. 
when we're home. That's when we made it. Yeah. I don't even know how many stops they actually go before that big fire like actually happens. Maybe just a stop or two. Oh yeah. And, right. Right. The orphans someone set the fire. So the train had to stop. Yeah. Those orphans. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was the orphans. It was after the orphans. Yeah. I well, feel they like the orphans car though. Yeah. I feel like it had to be someone connected to those skinheads somehow. Like they got the word somehow to like the next guys. Hey, they got on the train because everyone was using the pay phones and calling and checking in and stuff like that. So maybe it was they got on the pay phone and uh, they called it in. They just got on the train over here. And then somehow they got the word out. They're on the train. We got to do something to stop this train. Yeah, you'd think that, you know, so I was thinking too around that time, like New York is so huge. You think they'd be able to kind of hide covertly as they trek along but then again they don't know where they're going do they no so they, they gotta find where the subway is yep because they're thinking, and then when the thinking stuff- I mean, they should be able to get out of there but you know they they rode in they get no knew how to get there obviously they didn't use map quest or nothing but <laughs> <laughs> no. no smartphones to tell you where to go they had an atlas map road road atlas map <clears throat> yeah and, and they, literally the the only map that they were going off was was the one in the uh um, in the what's it called in the in the subway? So I mean, it was really just a map of like the train. Oh yeah, that's right. They they pulled that up, right? Or looking yeah. at that. I never yeah, even it thought of it in that context. But you're right. Yeah, it was on the wall. And uh, but yeah, and then then they have no idea. You know, outside of that, <laughs> they have no idea where the hell where the hell they're going. So I mean, and they didn't even want to read that map. They're like, yeah, those things don't make sense anyway, <laughs> right? I mean, they pretty much had to take it all the way to the end. So I think that's really what it was for them is uh, they, as long as they were on the right train, they were going to make it all the way there. And there's all kinds of trains over there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember looking at when I was a kid, when I was in high school, you look at those bus routes and stuff. It it looked crazy. Yeah. It's like, what? Catch this here, that one, that number bus and transfer. Yeah. Now it's crazy that, I mean, you just do it on your phone. (laughs) Like they even give you the bus routes like on your phone in Google Maps. Oh yeah, so easy now. Yeah, it easy. shows you walking around. Yeah, <laughs> little spot moving around right as you walk, hey, looking for a spot. Yeah, looking for your destination. What up, Tino? What's going on? Tino. Yeah. Hey, Tino. Tino, I know you know the Warriors, right? Yeah, and so then they get. Uh, I mean, they get derailed. We don't really know where they're going. They just have to get off the train, and then uh, because then, oh, oh, then, then you get then you get the cut back to like the gang that everybody hates, the ones who framed everybody, <laughs> and he's just super fucking excited because uh, he loves the anarchy. Yeah, he's like, oh man, we're gonna get him. We're gonna <laughs> get him. <laughs> um, I you know I think it really could have been drawn out even more. Like I said, an hour and a half. For some reason, I thought it was a little over two hours. And it yeah. could have been. It would have been fine. Yeah. It was. Maybe it was the budget. They did only have a $4 million budget, you know. But I guess that that I guess that's kind of huge for 1979. Maybe not huge, but um, still big. A lot bigger than $4 million would be in the 90s or 2000s. Yeah, $4 million is a good size. But, you know, remember, they're using extras. They're real extras, too. Yeah. For sure, the, the backgrounds and then 
Like yeah, nine hundred of them looked like it over there, and it did look like nine hundred. I, I mean, I'm sure that there were. I mean, I wonder if they did have. Do you think, like, for a movie like this, even for like a couple shots, because they do have like the different gangs where they're like going onto the subway or the different things. But do you think that they really got like a hundred gangs? Uh, no. Okay. No, I think that's just the story, like a part of the story. Yeah. I, I guess I should have went through and tried to count like every different gang that I saw because there's definitely oh, okay, but you, okay you're saying in real life do you think they got gangs or in in the in the oh no, no 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 I'm just saying in in the in yeah in real life do we think that they used had 900 actors extras whatever as the uh, as the gang member oh I thought you did actually used... source gang members no 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 not like oh, that. okay no 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 because uh I mean, we know that we got uh, we got the Warriors and we got the Riffs, and then they show a couple other ones. But do you think amongst that whole crowd that they might have had at least one person from like, you know, just dressed like a hundred gangs? Oh, so different wardrobe for the hundred gangs? Yeah, I yeah. would say so. Yeah, because I mean, I didn't go through and count everybody, but man, even when they were panning at the beginning, it was like you were seeing like dozens of different, you know costumes and everything out there and all the gangs were dressed like each other so yeah what what what, what would have happened more than likely from my experience is that okay they said okay there's 100 gangs and they would get wardrobe to fit like um and it looked like they did have nine for per it did look like around 900 people right yeah crowd there yeah well they would have taken every nine people like a group of nine would have looked the same right and they would have just put them um would place them strategically in the crowd and they would pick out nine because it looked like at least the 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 total amount looked accurate yeah so and they would do that um based on the storyline and they would get wardrobe maybe responsible for dressing everybody and they would categorize like the nine people yeah members per everybody game. was all yeah, dressed the same everybody was dressed the same you were that, you were really repping your colors whatever it was and everybody was dressed exactly the same yeah I mean, shit, even the orphans, like, man, they're stained-ass green shirts or whatever. They're old-ass dingy shirts. Like, everything, all the same. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the orphans. I guess they were they were early on, weren't they? Yeah, super early. I mean, after the cemetery, right? Uh, well, no, the, the, those skinheads were the first encounter, like, right when they were getting onto the, uh, right when they were getting on the subway. And then as soon oh, as they but... get off, as soon as they get off the subway. Um, oh, that's right. Fire, then they run into the they go into the orphans territory. That's right. I was thinking it was mixed up, but yeah, they weren't with the girl. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. Who's so. causing? Who's causing all the drama? <laughs> yeah, see, just just like a woman, huh? <laughs> Cause the problems. They had that in the script right there. That movie. So funny because like even when they're when he's talking to the orphan, uh, the where they're parlaying or whatever, you know. He was, uh, yeah, like we're coming in peace. Like we just got, uh, you know, thrown off of uh, the subway. There's a fire, and <laughs> and then uh, the what's it called? The uh, uh, the chick. I don't remember her name, but uh, everybody knows who she is. Um, yeah, she just starts making the chicken sound. Yeah, right. <laughs> because they were gone. Once I don't want to say scot free again. That's true. They were scot free. They were like let go. They're like, okay, we give you permission to cross. Mm-hmm. Through our territory, and then uh, they're about to go unscathed. And then uh, she had to 
open up her mouth. Yep. <laughs> she just loves seeing the, the drama. drama. She yeah. gets off on it. Like, I mean, you hear it later when they're getting into the, the fight later and they're like in the bathroom and they're fighting with the dudes on the skates and shit. And uh, she's like, yeah, hit him. And like, yeah, she's like, she just like really like gets off on, on seeing the, uh, on seeing the fight happen. Yep. So she wants, to see, damn, she wants to see these damn orphans get into a fight. <laughs> yeah. She was bored. So she had to throw the monkey wrench in there. Yep. And the orphans, they're not, it, it's funny how there's like, you know, those hundred gangs, like those were the ones who were on the riffs uh, radar. And Tino, the deadliest gang in the Warriors is the riffs. And that's the dudes. I mean, shit, it's like a bunch of ninjas. Um, yeah. At least that's the way they're being trained. <coughs> it's like almost like uh, for anyone who's seen three ninjas, it's almost like uh, the gang, <coughs> the gang that they were training. That's the gang like in there. And uh, yeah, so that was like a hun the hundred gangs or whatever. They were like, I don't know, in the gang network or something. But then guys like the orphans, they're just like off the radar. Because after they go through the little beef with the orphans, uh, they come and they say, hey, this uh, this two-bit outfit um, ran into him or whatever. And they got past him. And he was like, who was it? And he said, the orphans. And he's like, the orphans, they're not in our network. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> they were uh, kind of what's the word? They're they're in the minor leagues, I guess, so to speak. Yeah, not the orphans uh, didn't think so. The orphans thought they were the shit. Yeah, he's like, you don't think the orphans are with it? <laughs> we'll, <laughs> when fuck he, when it. we'll fuck you up. We'll fuck you up right now. <laughs> you see what you get, warriors. <laughs> <laughs> he's across the street with a blade, you know, and uh, man. God, you know, said the Nina gang, the Raiders gang. <laughs> yeah, what's funny is that I mean, she goes with them. That's what was surprising. Yeah, I mean, she was right, just, she I mean, she was an warriors. orphan herself, right? Like, she was just looking for for someone who was, uh, someone who was crazy enough to take her on. How about that? And that was Swan. Yeah. He liked it. He didn't, he, <laughs> I mean, it was funny because, like, I mean, in the beginning when she first, like, runs up on him, and he was like, she's like, you going to jump me? <laughs> and I was like, maybe we should pull a train on you. You look like you might. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the bathroom, yeah. No, not in the bathroom. When uh, still, like, right when, uh, right, right when they're about to get in a scuffle with the orphan. So still in the very beginning. Oh, okay. I thought it was in the bathroom when they had to go in the bathroom to hide and they ambushed. Yeah. Um, who who they ambush again? Uh, you it? know what? I don't remember the name of that gang, but that was the one where uh, I mean, everyone was in fucking like it looked like uh, like polo, like those long ass polo shirts with like the big stripes down on them, and they all had like fucking overalls and uh, a handful. All those, all those guys, there's like five of them. Yeah, and a handful of them uh, were uh, were in skates. They had roller skates. Yeah. Tino you know, said, what's the best scene in the Warriors? Well, there's two best scenes in the Warriors, and we'll play it one more time. Yeah, so the first you, one. Tino. Uh, yeah, we played the first one, and uh, the second one's at the end of the movie, so as we get there. I was going to say, you've got two of the best scenes that we're showing. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll show it again just so Tino can see, because he wasn't in here in the beginning. But yeah, this was how it all started. With Cyrus at the beginning of the movie with all the gang. Can you count, suckers? I say the future is ours. 
if you can count. Now look what we have here yeah, before. Look at all those guys. Yeah. We've got the Saracens cool sitting next to the Jones Street boys. And see, I don't, there may We've not got be 900 the moon runners people. Right by the men. I think they might Portland have the 100 Rangers. gangs covered, at least with the outfit. Nobody? Yeah, this big guy's just right You can see there's like, not like 9999. Nine, nine, nine. It's a miracle. And miracles is the way things ought to be. You're standing right now with nine delegates from a hundred gangs. And there's over a hundred more. That's 20,000 hardcore members. He's in pews, members. you see that? 40,000 county affiliates. We're in the same thing. And 20,000 more not organized. Oh, cops got called, that's for fight. sure. <laughs> cops got called. 60,000 soldiers. Now there ain't but 20,000 police in the whole town. Yeah. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's like right after that, that's where the cops start showing up. It's like right after that part of the scene. Yeah, you know, I tell you, there's, there's got to be at least 500 people there. It has at to least. be. I mean, it was a lot. So and then I, I was pointing out that if you look in the crowd, and I noticed this when I watched the film last night, you saw at least two people that were wearing the same thing. Right. Right? It should have yeah. been nine, but you saw two. So you know that wardrobe did that to a certain extent. Right. Right. Yeah. So that, that's what I mean. I think that they probably had all hundred of the gangs covered. There just might not have been literally nine people out there. Oh, per, that's what you said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. But, but there would have a lot of people out there. A hundred different outfits is what you're saying. And maybe it could have been four or five per. Right. Nine. Yeah. Because there was a lot of people and we saw they were all shoulder to shoulder, butts to nuts. Like everybody was like super, super close like there. <coughs> I heard shoulder to shoulder. I've never heard butts to nuts before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Alex. All right, man. <laughs> yeah, that's when it starts like getting that way. Slide. That's when it starts getting way too close. <laughs> Tino, have you heard of that? Tino. Tino. <laughs> oh man, and uh, but yeah. So going back to where we were with the orphans, it's. Cra I mean, the warriors are gangsters, man. Like the, you know, I mean, they start walking away. You know, we don't take our colors off. Fuck you. They just start walking, and then the dudes have to go get their blades and everything. They already knew what was up, man. They had the whole fucking, what do you call that, the Molotov cocktail or whatever, and, like, you know, none of them are getting nervous or anything. You just, like, the dude who has it takes it off, passes it all the way down. Swan rips the chick's dress to use that yeah. as the thing to, to ignite the whole thing. She was more than pleased, too. I think yep. that turned her on when he ripped, ripped her skirt like that. Had to, had to. That was after he said, too, maybe we should run a train on you. <laughs> Which she acted like she took offense to it. Nah, she likes the attention. <laughs> but then they, they throw it right at the car that's in front of the orphans, and then they all take off, and the car explodes. And then, like, Boom. yeah, and then, that, I mean, the orphans doesn't even look like they're chasing them at all because of the explosion. It's not like the explosion really got them or anything, but, I mean, that's... Just what it looked like. The explosion happened. War warriors go one way, and the orphans don't even follow. 
No, they're cowards. Yeah, and it's funny too because they get on the train and they're like, "Man, see, why are we running? These guys are fucking wimps." <laughs> yeah, and then, and then they all say to her, "What are you doing here?" Yeah. So, so that 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 was a, the dynamic of like of hypergamy. You know what that mm-hmm. is? No. Hypergamy is when women are known to go for the best suitor, the best man. Okay. They'll jump yeah. from one man. Oh, that guy's better. Oh, he likes me. Oh, then she'll jump ship. Kind of like um. Yeah, That's the word uh, monkey branching is called. Too. Okay. Yep. So, <laughs> so that was a classic example of a major monkey branch. Yeah. Or one gang. That's I'm leaving you guys. You guys are nothing. I'd rather yeah. be at the Warriors. Yeah, for sure. Right. So she was gone, and she. I don't she know. Was she was in. I don't know. I'm not. She was that. jocking them from the beginning. Even when she shows up, she was like, "Hey, let me get one of those vests." <laughs> oh, that's right too. Yeah. Yeah, and she was like, "Come on, man, you can get another one. Just let me have it." <laughs> yeah, she was a she was a little groupy, wasn't she? Yeah, she little was. Groupy. Right I mean, because you know, like, is she really going to ask the orphans for like one of their shirts or anything? You know, <laughs> the dingy ass fucking. They're dingy ass shirts, and it just has like the warrior or the orphans, and like just I don't know, just like normal vinyl or whatever, you know, nothing like the warriors. I mean, they're leather jackets, and you know, you got the big patch on the back and everything. Tino said they get rushed by the orphans. This movie sounds wild. It is wild, man. It's literally like nonstop the entire time of them running around New York, just either getting into fights with gangs or running from multiple gangs chasing them <laughs> those orphans uh, uh reminded me of um uh what's that group um who sings at the pumped up kicks pumped up kicks run faster than my bullet i'm not Tell sure me. pumped up kicks yeah pumped up kicks by um okay. what's the name of the band though they have a song called helena and the um foster the, the people foster the people yeah and they have a song or video called helena right okay and it's got these kids that kind of take over kind of like the road warrior uh-huh they're beating up adults and stuff and okay the kid like them. It's but the orphans are kind of remind me of them kind of yeah and they're, they're unruly kind of like lord of, lord of the flies you know that uh-huh. they're on an island and the kids take over yeah they become kind of very savage yeah vicious. for sure yeah, that's the orphans. They're yeah. supposed to be, but they're kind of lame. Yeah, kind of lame in the uh, <laughs> on the well, uh, in the warriors. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think- so she uh, takes off with them. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, what about me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what about you?" Juan, <laughs> you see him like grabs her, you know, by the arm right away, claiming claiming his property. Hmm. And uh, the subway is fucking huge. Like, that's one thing that's crazy. I mean, I've never been to New York. I've never been to the subway system or anything. But as oh, much as they're running, I mean, they're going upstairs, downstairs, like around corners, up other stairs, you know, and then they all get yeah. like separated as like the cops are chasing them because all the cops are looking for all the gangs. I mean, not I don't think it's just the Warriors. I'm pretty sure it's all the gangs that they're looking for. But um, yeah, I mean, they, they run into some cops. They... Uh, they start battling with them. They, they make it away still, and then they but they totally get separated. And then we have our second warriors casualty as well. Um, what's the dude's name? He's, he's fighting with the cop, right? 
Yeah, yeah, he's fighting with the cop. It's the curly haired dude. It was uh, he was the he was Swan's right hand man when he goes up and talks uh, to the orphans. He was like, "We're not gonna hide who we are just because some whore shakes her ass." That dude, <laughs> he yeah. starts getting into a scuffle, saves her from the cop because the cops like you know like they're pretty much running together. He then he ends up hitting the cop. They scuffle and then they roll, and the cop throws his ass right in front of the train. Yeah, it was bad yeah you don't see anything but man just the thought of it yeah violent quick though violent and tino said all i want to know is who's the uh the ajax character who is so, the best character and he's have what? lighting powers <laughs> he's joking yeah ajax is the one who is uh um he's the one who's like He's the crazy he's the crazy guy in the bunch. Like literally when they first start, he was like, Maybe we'll get to bust some heads along the way. And there's supposed to be a thing about like no one's supposed to get rowdy, no one's bringing like, you know, weapons or anything like that. And then uh yeah, he's the one who's like, Man, why the hell are we running from these wimps? Like he's the Ajax is the dude who wants to fight all the time. What up, trip? Oh shit, Tino said Ajax is raiding in Mortal Kombat. Oh man. Classic. Well, he's he's a badass in this movie. A little bit little bit crazy and uh, and even challenges uh the the in uh, what the the intern leader of the warriors while they're waiting for Cleon. So what does it mean by that that Ajax is raiding and uh I missed that. So the the movie Mortal Kombat. Um he's the actor who plays uh who plays Raiden as well. Oh, so same more, actor. Yeah. Yeah. Many, oh, many, year, many years later. I mean, the Warriors is 90. Uh, Warriors is 79. I swear yeah. Mortal, Mortal Kombat was like 96 or 97. So damn near, damn near 20 years later. Oh, man. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Classic. Classic, though. And uh, he's the one. I mean, so when they, when they get split, like a couple guys go on the train. And then uh, it's like Swan and Ajax and a couple other guys. They're just running on foot pretty much. And then they're the ones who run into the baseball furies. <laughs> yes. You finally get to see the dudes with the baseball bats and they're all dressed like a baseball team and they all have different, different war paint on, but they all got bats. All of them. <laughs> they're cool. Looking. Yeah, for sure. And I, it's crazy how it comes out of nowhere. Cause like the movie's almost like kind of treated like a comic book where, it cuts from one scene to the next and the guys like the three guys get on the, the three guys get on the train and then it like cuts to the other guys like real quick. Like you don't know where they ran. They just ran in a different part of the subway. Then they end up being right outside the subway station. And that's where they run into the baseball furies. Mm -hmm. And they're just all there with their fucking bats <laughs> and they got them surrounded. <coughs> and then they just start running. Yeah, pretty much hard running with those guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, man, I mean, they're the baseball players, right? Like, they have the endurance. And they're running with their bats. And it's not like, you know, if you hold the bat in the middle and you run with it, it might look kind of weird. Like, these guys were almost cupping it, you know, in their hand. Like, it was a football almost and running like that. So, it was, yeah. uh, it was wild. And Tino said, oh, damn, a baseball gang? There's a baseball hood? I mean, these guys, that's what they were. And uh, when they came out in the yeah. beginning – they were pretty much coming out from like 
like the basement is what it looked like or a lower level on like some kind of uh i don't know what the hell they call those but almost like a townhouse in new york uh they were coming out of the bottom level of it and they're all grabbing their baseball bat as they're oh as yeah they're right, up right. The <laughs> yeah they couldn't fight too well though i think uh, i think they relied on the baseball bats too much because uh when they you know like the first guy okay they're running and Ajax is like, he's like, I'm tired of running from these wimps. And this dude's like, I don't know how much longer I can run. And he was like, you can't stop. run anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's like, good. I'm tired of running. <laughs> and then stops and starts busting heads. And yeah, the, the one guy, he, had, he has like the yellow face and like, he's too, he's like, he's super happy. Cause they're about to get into a fight. The baseball guy. And he's getting all fancy with these bat. And he's like, you know, extending it and then like oh yeah <laughs> misses one time swings once misses ajax fucks him up you know and that's pretty much it for him anyways so if this was a video game it's like everyone who's against the warriors their health could be diminished with like one or two blows um except when we get a little bit later in the fights but yeah and the warriors they're just they're just cold cock and fools and knocking them out. <laughs> cold cock. Yeah, they, 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 they fought pretty good. They weren't big guys, but they were, no. they were fighters, though. Yeah. Well, it's funny because those baseball furies, they look intimidating. You think they're going to put on a really good show. Yeah. And they kind of get clocked around. Yeah. I mean, it was so one-sided. It's like the Warriors never really got any bruises on that. It's a little too much for me on that. There, there was only one guy who uh, the guy um, – I think his name is just Cowboy or whatever, but the dude with, like, the cowboy hat, he's the only one who, like, the Furies kind of fucked up a little. Oh, yeah? Like, he hit it. Yeah, he hit I, It was, like, one of those where, he, like, he hits him with the bat. Not Didn't swing it, but, like, almost, like... Uh, uh, oh, a little jab. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jabbed know. him with it, knocks him down, and that's when Ajax fucked him up right after that. Oh, hey, hey, Mike Joseph said this movie falls into my all-time favorite classics for sure. There's not there's not a lot of movies that I'll go back in the 70s and like, you know, be like, oh, this I love this movie. I love this movie. I mean, but the Warrior is definitely one of those ones. Yeah, there's not a lot of 70s. Well, there's there's a lot of good 70s movies, but not a lot that I really know of so much. And if it's like before our time, you know, it has to be really good for us to even care to like come back and, and watch it. And do you yeah, think exactly. they remake all these movies? Do you think the Warriors is a movie that they could remake in yeah. uh, like a newer style, but they'd have to keep the same grit like of it, like new style of gangs or like things like that. I guess yeah, I mean, now, and now we got cell phones and be a whole different, the whole I, different era of what could happen and how they would get out of there. But I think it'd be very interesting. I think it'd be something to, to look, uh, to look into for sure. Having cell phones changes every like it changes so many plots of like movies. If you're like, if cell phones existed, like this could never happen or like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so taking the subway, they're like, okay, you know, let's hop in an Uber. We'll see. Uber, cause even this, down. if the Warriors have a phone call, they can call reinforcements from the Warriors, right? Because mm -hmm. they don't just have nine Warriors in the gang. Those are just the oh, those are the reps. Yeah, those are just the nine that actually went there. Yeah, true. Damn, Tino said do the remake in Chicago. I don't know if it could be anywhere other than New York, but I guess um I guess I haven't like read the novel or anything, so I don't actually I don't think the novel is based in New York. I think it's somewhere 
somewhere overseas or something. It's definitely. I never knew there was a novel. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like where it all started. Uh, That was 1965 that it came out. And uh, nope. Okay. It was still based on, uh, it was still based on New York. Yeah. So no remake in Chicago, Tino. They wouldn't do that. And uh, man. All right. Then we have our third casualty of the Warriors. And uh, this guy didn't die, but uh, he's definitely going to be going to jail. And of course it's Ajax, man. Like, uh, saw that coming though. They see a chick because he did say, like, oh, yeah, maybe one little th- good thing about this will get some fresh tail or something along the way or something like that. I forget what term he used, but he said tail. And then they see a chick sitting in the park. And I mean, shit, it's like 10 or 11 at night. <laughs> Should have just yeah, walked how late is it? There. It seemed like kind of it seemed pretty late. Yeah. I mean, it seems like that, right? 9, 10, 11, like something. It doesn't seem like it's early in the early nighttime or late afternoon no not at all she's sitting there uh, by herself yeah yeah, this whole thing just felt like entrapment to me too (laughs) because she's sitting there and he's like hey i didn't know figure that out yeah like hey lady uh what's going on are you feeling all right or whatever and she's like why don't you sit down (laughs) whatever you say lady (laughs) and that's how it was dark that's how you know he's that's how you know he's young too and he's like he's 16 17 18 maybe like portraying someone of that age i mean call yeah. someone lady you know and then uh yeah and then of course he has to have it rough because she's like hitting on him like oh, i bet the chicks like all those muscles and like <laughs> totally hitting on him you know like flirting but then then like i don't know the goes to ki- instead of kissing her or whatever he just like Start like aggressively goes to like almost rip her boob off. Like I don't even know. It's like such a forceful, too like forceful and violent boob grab and <laughs> aggressive. And she's, even, she's even like, take it easy. We'll get it on. <laughs> <laughs> this is one to work with, but <laughs> yeah. So that was one part that always kind of confused me. Just felt like a little bit of an entrapment, but you know, it did. He just took it to the next level, like uh, really, really quick as well. And then she handcuffs him for those who don't know. And then he's like handcuffed to the fucking heaviest park bench in the world, apparently. And uh, yeah, she's like, your nights in the park are over, honey. And then starts whistling because they don't have radios or anything. Oh, yeah. The radio thing. That's right. I mean, there should have been radios, though. <laughs> Oh, and they get so pissed. What are you doing, lady? Let me out of here. You don't want to mess with me. <laughs> Just totally going psycho because he's trapped and knows he's not getting out of there. Yeah, so he's done. His comrades come back. Though. Huh? Goes out swinging, though. Yeah, his, com- his comrades come back, and uh, this they're like, oh. They come back for him. Yep. And they're like, uh, nah. And they turn around. Yep. Cops are taking them. Yep. Cops are taking them away. Cop car pulls up and he starts swinging on them as soon as they come out. And then, uh, yeah, they bust his face with the billy club. And, yeah, then he gets taken to jail somewhere. And that's the last we see of Ajax. So now we're three warriors down. And and Swan even gets separated from everyone. Like, they were – the two guys went back and he was, and Swan's like, I'm going to go look for the other. So he's running off by himself. So now there's warriors and three separate 
areas. Not everyone's together. But uh, Swan finds his chick, re uh, reconnects with her, and another police chase. Like the cops are all over him at the subway station. Yeah, yeah. They can't escape it. It's either the gangs or the cops, and uh, they need to get on the subway because that would be the fastest way <laughs> to get home. But uh, now because of the cops, they can't even get on the subway, so they like run down the subway tunnel or whatever, wherever the the train's going to be going. I think that's the only way they got home to get home. They're not going to call a cab, and they don't it's know where. Like that. <laughs> and they don't know where the hell they're going. <laughs> the only Bad way they predicament. Yeah, the only way they do know how to get home is the train tracks or the subway tracks, whatever. But yeah, and then. Uh, Always just it always just goes from bad to worse. There's these peaks and valleys in here, and uh, we finally get a little bit. How about how about we get a little bit of a valley where um, the three guys who actually got on the train they get off at one of the stops for who knows what reason, and uh, they get off and then they end up running into some chicks. Yeah, they have a little party with them. Yeah, the Lizzies is what the they Lizzie's. go with. And like I, every all the Lizzie's in Greece, it might be. And Greece is one of those movies I haven't seen in so long. Well, the reason I said there's a billboard over on uh Santa Monica Boulevard in here, uh huh. I think it's called the Lizzie's, they're all dressed in pink and stuff. Okay, so I just saw it like yesterday, yeah. And they're called the Lizzie's, <laughs> that's why so yeah. it's fresh in my mind. So, <laughs> I, I, other than that, I would have you know known that from Greece, but right, but I just yeah. saw it yesterday, so. Yeah, and and then it's <laughs> then we see them with the umbrellas. They're like walking, so we know it's raining again. And the dudes are all holding the umbrellas for the chicks. And it's, yeah, right, right. It's three of the warriors and like five or six of the girls is what it looks like. And then they oh, this is the place. And then they go up to their apartment and everything. And it's funny. Seemed like it was. Yeah. Even right. from the get go, I mean, you talked about the younger kid earlier, the one who looks like so much younger. Yeah, and everyone else. I mean, it's almost like he's. Uh, it's almost like he hasn't even hit puberty yet. Like with him, like everyone else is like, man, they're horny. Like they're, they're trying to fuck. You yeah, know, he's like, not at all. No, not from the beginning. He's like, I just want to go. <laughs> and there's even a chick, like you know, right behind him, looking at him, trying to get his attention. He's like ignoring her on purpose, and he's like, when are we gonna go? How long are we gonna be here? He's like, chill out, man. Chill out. Lighten up. Come on. Have some gotta fun. Break, yeah, got to break in the action. <laughs> How would they have not known, though, that that was a hit? I mean, they're just, I, I mean, just from the beginning, you know, they come up. Yeah, man, let's, let's get something going, you know, like fall out and take your pick. And, you know, and they're making out with too the easy, Too easy. Too <laughs> easy. My spidey sense is saying, no, 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 no. It's funny because even when she was like, oh, yeah, we know you guys. You guys are the warriors. And he was like almost like confused for a second. He's like, you know, I guess we are well known. Like, yeah, right. probably knew that that he knew that that was a lie, but still kind of went along with it. And you could see his face and everything like get confused. Like, how do you know about us? You know, and uh, I think that's when every the wheels started turning. But, you know. <laughs> 
hard to fight your instincts sometimes when you got some sexy chicks throwing it at you. Yeah, yeah. For sure, man. For sure. So yeah, that's where shit starts getting real crazy, man. It gets real crazy real quick because like making out with them, they're making out with the chicks, and like the young kid is the one who like he just wants to leave and he's the one looking around. Like you get nervous watching him because he's yeah. the only one who's nervous in there. The other two guys, they're just like, you know, Lapping not in the world. Yeah. They're in heaven. And then it's like, like Playboy you, Bunny Manager or something, right? Yeah, for sure. And then it's like you see one of their faces and then it looks like almost angry. I don't, I don't even know what expression I'd really put on it. But before that, everyone's smiling, everyone's happy. And then you see this like intense look on one of their faces, on the, one of the, the Lizzie's faces. And then it pans to the other one. And it's like that look, you know, and then it pans to another one. It's like this crazy look. And she was like, oh, you guys are the warriors. The ones that shot Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just turned. Yeah, like knives get pulled out, guns get pulled out. Like it went from like them being like happy go lucky to like super intense like, eating high off the hog <laughs> to being scared shitless and then uh but they got out of that though they got out yeah and yeah they just busted through the door you know i guess they had a weak door there because uh one of the dudes just ran at it and fucking you know busted through it with his shoulder the young kid gets uh gets his arm cut <laughs> That's where it's like, ah, yeah. she cut me. She cut me. <laughs> it was a little scratch. It was a just scratch. A just a flesh wound, you pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. It's nothing. But uh, luck luckily, um, whatever the chick was in the Lizzie's, whatever her name is, luckily she was a bad shot because, like, she, she had all three shot. of them, all three of them in her sights. And luckily she just missed. She shot off two Point shots. Blank, she missed. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe they maybe it was divine intervention, you know, like uh, Samuel Jackson says in Pulp Fiction, you know, who knows? But they got out of there. Uh, well, almost. How about two of them got out of there scot free? <laughs> the ones who are pussy hungry, the the ones who are the horny guys, they were the ones who got out of there scot free, and the one who was nervous as hell, knowing that they should have left, he's the one who gets all cut <laughs> Yeah, he was really he was so soft that guy. And Tino said they're gangsters. Why don't they steal a car? They don't even know where the hell they're going. So if they stole a car, like might have made it worse and made it harder to hide. Yeah. Uh, and and at one point there was like nine of them. Um, at this point in the story, we've lost three of them. So there's six and they're all kind of separate. Like now there's like three of them are in one spot. Two of them are in another. And then Swan is uh, is with that chick. Uh, and all three of them are kind of separate. They did have a meetup spot though, and uh, it was the spot where they changed train, uh, changed trains at Union Station, and so that was the one spot where they all knew that they were supposed to head, um, even though they didn't really know how to get there. <laughs> no, follow the Yellowbrook Road. That's what they did. <laughs> what up, Dennis? He said, "What up, Hustler and Nelly Nell? What up?" But yeah, Tino, maybe they should have stole a car. They should have done something. Um, but really, it was like the train. That's the only that's the only thing that they knew is how to lead them home was the subway. So like that's why they kept just being around the subway. Every time they got off the subway, all drama. <laughs> yeah. All drama. <laughs> yeah. That's where and all then, the uh... other gangs are, man. 
So yeah, they leave the Lizzies, and that's what. Uh, yeah, so they got out of there barely. Yeah, and then uh, it. I mean, it gets really intense, man. <laughs> it gets really intense, and now they're all heading for Union Station, where we finally have like the big meetup of like all of them getting back together, and like when they when they first get to Union Station, like Swan, he he's in there by himself because. He's making out with the chick. He's like, you know what? You're just wrong with everything that's happened tonight. And then like kicks her to the curb and walks away. And, um, and then you have, uh, I don't know the name of the gang, but it's the dudes with the big polo shirts and the fucking overalls. And they got, uh, they got the roller skates. Oh yeah. Because they were saying, um, Hey, you know, those guys, they've been uh, following you. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. And now they know that I know. Man. Like not, and see, but for her, she doesn't even care because as soon as she, she's like, well, what are you going to do about it, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, she just wanted another fight, right? That's all she wants, man. She just wants the fight. And Tina says roller skates. Yeah, they're a gang that is dressed in, like, polo shirts and overalls, overalls and skates. Yeah. <laughs> overalls. <laughs> but, yeah, and so one dude is tracking them. <laughs> Tina said this movie's wild. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. And uh, so he's tracking Swan. And then we get a cut to like the other three guys who made it. The one who got into it with the Lizzie's. And then like two of the other guys come up. The other two, the cowboy dude and the other dude with the fro. And they're like, fuck, where's everybody else? <laughs> Cause like at first there was like four of them there. Now they come back. There's only two of them. Um, yeah. yeah they're, they're falling like flies out there. Nobody knows where Swan is either at this point. Yes, and Dennis said, Huss, when are you going to break down a Will Ferrell movie? Uh, maybe we'll do Jay and Silent Bob, and then Will Ferrell is in that movie. How about that? <laughs> Will Ferrell's in that? Yeah, he does a cameo in Jay and Silent Bob. Classic. And I love that one. Tino said, you're my boy, Blue. Yeah, I mean, uh, Old School might be one of those ones because it's not really a Will Ferrell movie. It's kind of just one of the uh, the main characters in there. But that that would be another one, too. Which guy is Silent Bob? Is that the guy with the blonde hair? Uh, no, that's Jay. Silent Bob's the uh, Silent Bob is Kevin Smith. And he's uh, got, oh, the long, Silent Bob. Okay. got the long, dark hair. Yeah, I know what Kevin Smith looks like. So he doesn't talk, right? No, well, he he has like one or two scenes where he says something, but um, you know, because it's like it's the build up, like for that. He spoke. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Jay, Jay. Yeah, I used to think Jay was a silent ball guy, but he's not. Yeah, Jay, <clears throat> he's that guy's a savage. <laughs> yeah, CTO said, bro, I love Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, man, me too. <laughs> I am the clit commander. <laughs> Nobody rules a clit like me. <laughs> Jay's such an idiot. So fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, maybe that one will be one that we do, because I love that movie. It's take us back to, like, what, 2001, 2002, something like that. Kevin Smith stuff, yeah. Yeah, always been a big enough fan. Of, of his stuff. I, I'd love to break down more of his movies. Um, because yeah, like Dogma, that's the first one of his that I saw. I saw that one, yeah. Very controversial subject, and like to make like so many jokes, like out of religion and all that, and like make it all work. Like, uh, yeah, it's funny. I like it. Crispy said she got ignored because she had tits like a sparrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
That is true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she wasn't. Uh, yeah. She was packing a little bit more like she would have gotten swooped up by uh, one of the orphans or maybe even better than someone with the orphans to where she wouldn't even be there, you know, at that point. Yeah. She's one of the few, you know, women there, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Roman. Classic Sean William Scott cameo. Is this motherfucker's not one of us? He said he'd fuck a sheep. <laughs> oh, what was that line he said about a sheep? Or he was like, if something? you were a sheep, would you fuck another sheep if you were a sheep? Like, oh, well, in that case, yeah, you bet your ass I would. <laughs> <laughs> and then he throws them out of the van. Now, nah, who's stupid, you dirty sheep fucker? <laughs> You know who, who this character reminds me of? The the woman? Remind me of uh, the character off of uh, Scarface. Okay. The sister of uh, Al Pacino's character, of Scarface. Okay. What's her name? Um, she was in The Abyss, too. Uh, what was her name in that movie? I well, no, her name, it was, her name was Jean. Oh, in real life. Okay. In real life. Or, um, is it, she's Italian. I know that. She's Italian. Okay. Capistrani or something. Okay. Uh, it's got a long, like, a long name, but anyway, that that character or that actress kind of reminded me of her. And Tina, you know, you know, Gina Davis is kind of like that too. They kind of, okay. yeah, resemble each other. Tino, Chase and Amy would probably be the last one of Kevin Smith that I'd do. It's my least favorite, but it's because Jay and Silent Bob have the least amount of uh, screen time in that movie as well. Ben, Ben's got a lot of lines in there, doesn't he? Oh yeah, I mean that. Yeah, he's like, it's him and Jason Lee. They're like the they're the main characters in that one. Yeah, man, and now we get another gang fight. This probably has to be. This is the craziest fight in the whole movie, right? Would you say that out of all these fights that we've seen so far? Oh, the the one with the overall dudes. Yeah, where they're in the uh, they're in the bathroom. In the bathroom, yeah, yeah. That's it's like, fun. Huh? It's funny, uh, when, right when they're going into the bathroom, the chick, she was like, I can't go in there. This is the men's bathroom. <laughs> and the dude's like, you got to be kidding me. Like, pulls her in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a pretty good fight. I mean, I thought the, the Baseball Furies kind of looked like it was going to be set up as to be a good fight, but it was so one-sided. It's kind of yeah. a bit of a let, a let down. And the Furies kind of, they seem scary, but then after it's like, uh, they, yeah. they kind of wimped out. Yeah. And I guess there was a lot more people involved in this one as well, because that one was like, I think it was with the Furies, it was like four of, uh, four of the Warriors against, I don't Six, even know, ten. Furies. Like, yeah, Furies. Some, I was even thinking ten. I could. I, I, there's I, a few, a lot more. They had them outnumbered for sure. And they had bats, and they still lost. Yeah, like kind of lost quite easily. Oh yeah, very easily. It's like they they swing one time, they miss, and then. Psh, one clock to the yeah, face. Yeah, there could have been uh, better choreography on that one. No, no. <laughs> yeah, the only the one guy who like where Swan he had to keep uh he, he kept putting up the uh the bat to block but, it, block yeah. it, block it, you know, like that was kind of the only good back and forth where someone almost kind of got him, but you know, didn't this no one, bruises, no bruises. <laughs> so this one, it's six of the warriors plus that chick who's like, I mean, she starts kicking people hitting people and shit along the way against uh it, it seemed like they they had them like two to one like uh it seemed there was like 10 or 12 guys you know against them and uh yeah it's funny they're they're just hiding in the stalls 
<laughs> and just waiting for that ultimate moment where someone finally opens it and it's the dude with the spray can and then punches them and then it's on just this big yeah that's definitely the uh, the biggest part out of it all. Oh, Banksaw said, I just got home from work. Cyrus did I miss speech. the Cyrus speech? You know what? You did. We played it twice. Let's it's play so it a good. time. It's so good. We'll put it on one more time. Yeah. For you. <laughs> Three times a charm, right? Three times a charm. And this is the classic. It's so good. And we can watch it three times. Can you count, suckers? I say the future is ours. If you can count. Now look what we have here before us. We've got the Saracens sitting next to the Jones Street boys. We've got the Moonrunners right by the Van Cortland Rangers. Nobody is wasting nobody. nobody. That is a miracle. And miracles is the way things ought to be. You're standing right now with and nine Tina's delegates so they all just fight the from a hundred gangs. Yeah. And there's over a hundred more. And anyone That's who's outside 20, of their network. 20,000 hardcore members. They wouldn't be able to move without them. 40,000 counting affiliates. And 20,000 more not organized, but ready to fight. 60,000 soldiers. Now there ain't but 20,000 police in the whole town. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> I mean, such an iconic scene, though. Like in any movie, like man, I mean, that's just like you said. That third one gave you goosebumps that time. Like, yeah, man. I mean, if you've ever seen that, you just you just People remember it forever. All cheer, they roared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The chat's and going crazy. The chat's going crazy, Alex. <laughs> Marty said you need that on the soundboard. Man, I got to get this soundboard working. And uh, Crispy said, "Motherfuckers need a job." <laughs> And Bexa said, "Hell yeah, brother! My favorite scene of the movie. Hell yeah, that and uh, and we got a my my second favorite scene, or you know, could be a favorite scene for a lot of people. But uh, yeah, we're gonna get to that really, really soon because uh, we're almost to the point where they make it back to uh, to Coney Island. I mean, that the fight is just ridiculous inside of the bathroom. I mean, I don't know how big it is in there, but seems like maybe they're working with. I mean." I don't know what, what, like maybe 40 feet, 40 feet wide or something like that. I mean, it seemed like once they went in, it was really just those stalls, those six stalls. And there wasn't really too much room outside of that. Yeah. I don't know how, how they would have choreographed that. It was not a lot of space. Um, I mean, that's why they had to, they threw a dude against the mirror. Like a couple times, I think. Yeah. I it was more than once. Yeah, Swan flipped a guy like through the, uh, and it was wood. I mean, that's what made it even crazier. The uh, uh, all the stalls were wood, so it's like they're throwing everyone through it. The uh, the doors are breaking, you know, everything's breaking. Like <laughs> that had to just be like 
you know, every, everything's just fucked up in there after that. <laughs> like not, nothing but the toilets and the rest is just the wood all over the ground. <laughs> yeah, it must have be. been a lot of stunts in that movie. Think about it. A lot of stunts. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, begs a lot. Yeah, we fought all night to get back for this. That's what's funny. Like, what I, they... I was gonna mention that earlier, too. I remember that you shot a Coney Island, it looks drab. Yeah, like, what were they expecting? Like, that's the hood where they live. Like, they don't know what it looks like. <laughs> maybe they only come out at night and maybe seeing it in the morning, you know, maybe it's got a little, you know. Also, you know what? He because I was thinking, why would he say that? They all know what it looks like, but then the girl was with them. Yeah. So maybe that, that was motivation kind of like that's why he, he said it. He's like, yeah, this is where we live, lady. Yeah. I just, I just I kind of assumed that it was like a morning after you hook up with a chick who looks real good at night, you know, yeah. under, under the disco ball. And uh yeah, you know, just to, <laughs> in regular daylight, not so much. Maybe they just do a lot of hanging out at night. I'm sure Coney Island does look real dope at night. Everything's lit up, the big Ferris wheel, you know, and everything. Yeah, and for sure. During the day, it just looks like a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> been to Coney Island. I've been to New York three times. Yeah, me neither. I yeah. thought, but I wasn't sure if Coney Island was in Jersey or New York. I still don't know. I'm pretty sure it's in, it's got, it's got to be in New York. I'm going to look that one up now because I'm curious. Yeah, because even from where they are, I'm pretty sure. I mean, even the maps and everything, I'm pretty sure oh, they're west. I'm thinking of the or Jersey East. Shore. That's different, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going that's east different. pretty much the whole time, and that, that's what I'm assuming, getting as far east as you can get to where you're at the water. And there it just looks like, it looks like a busted version of uh, the Santa Monica Pier. Is, exactly, uh, right. <laughs> Buster yeah, <laughs> That's that's what I think about I think about the you know the pier because I see that yeah go to the west side. Um Coney. I mean there's trash. I think it might everywhere. be bigger though than um Santa Monica's. <clears throat> okay. I mean you just see it. I mean, just everywhere they are is trash everywhere. There's uh graffiti everywhere, you know, just it doesn't look like the most welcoming environment, that's for sure. It's in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Beach in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, Brooklyn, what? I thought it was in Long Island. I thought so too. Interesting. Uh, my old daughter loves it. Loves it here at the Beach Walk. Huh? Okay. I'll look at the rest later, but I think it looks like it's fairly big, though. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to go someday. I've never been. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and then we just get uh, what some may say is uh, the best scene in the movie. And uh, before we get into it, the little the clanging of the bottles. You said you had something that you wanted to say about that. Oh, so I saw the, I don't know, the, the behind the scenes. Okay. And that actor was talking about that scene. He said the director asked him, um, can we need it like a gimmick or something? Can you come up with something? He came up with that. Not the director, but that actor. Nice. He, nice. Just said, he, he just said, okay, so I thought of, there's some bottles or something in the car. So I was the bottles. It was just like off 
off the top of his head, he had to think quick because the director asked him if he could think of something. Yeah. That's what he came up with. So it wasn't really scripted. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, super, super iconic moment in, uh, in any movie. And, uh, and we got that scene here for you to check out. Oh, giddy, 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 giddy. Tension just building. <laughs> Warriors come out to play. Warriors come out to play. Warriors come out to play. He, he was really digging in there, man. He was digging yeah. in. <laughs> and he couldn't get the bottles. It took him a day and a half to get the bottles off his fingers. What'd you say? It took a day and a half to get the bottles off his fingers. <laughs> Dang. No, I'm joking. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you would think they get you know, the suction maybe after a while. Yeah. <laughs> Makes oh. sense. I bet if you tried to do the Freddy bottle hands uh, like Luther, they would just fall off. Must have been glued on. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, he's doing it. He's not, I mean, he's not doing it with like both of these it's like he's doing it with three like, yeah like not like his bottle. uh well, index bottle? finger and either his pinky or his ring i couldn't really tell i don't yeah. th i don't think they were glued on i think he just stuck his fingers in there and really and what it was did you see it's like the old school like bottles like as well let's watch it again because it's not like a coke bottle let's analyze this yeah let's look Come at on. it again it's not like a normal size Coke bottle or anything. It's like a small ass bottle. And he would be able to put his fingers like inside of it. Look at how wide it is at the uh, at the top of the bottle. It's not like a Coke bottle where it just goes down before it like opens up. See it there? <laughs> Big sauce that looks like a Budweiser. Warriors come out to play. 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 All right. No, that's what I call minimalistic music now look at this i'm, I'm going to pan through some of these faces here and as an actor i want you to like try to come up with what like what expression you think they're showing on their face like right here yeah like let's start with swan um kind of bewildered i think it looks like um like he doesn't know what's going to happen. I was going to say surprised for sure. Like he sees, he's like hella surprised to see anybody on their turf right now. 
Oh yeah, right. It's their turf. Oh, but bewildered. I mean, very similar to surprise, right? Yeah, I'd say so. They look at the ones behind them. Yeah, like here's the. Well, he swallows too. You can see he 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 does a hard swallow the guy in the middle. So they oh, look right. kind of like. They look kind of a little overly concerned, considering it's their territory. Yeah. They, you know, they get so they got to be getting ready to defend their, their turf, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone just all looks of concern. I, I, I always like this one. The dude in the middle, in the back, like you uh -huh. can't see anything because of the shadows except his, like, just his face. Yeah, great cinematography. The lighting's like phenomenal, man. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, so that was always something that stuck with me too, with uh, with those guys, just the facial expressions, like because Swan is like he's cool, calm, and collective the entire time, like the entire time, like there was never shook or anything, and that's the first look where you see him, where he's like he's kind of shook. Mm -hmm. I, you would think maybe they'd make him a little more pissed off too for the fact that they are on his territory, right? But they didn't do that though. You don't get that from that expression. Well, because kind of like it's a whole night of them running and fighting. And like, you know, they just got into like the biggest battle that they'd gotten into the entire time. True. True. And, and they're exhausted. Like, yeah. Super exhausted. Yeah. So it was, uh, I, I mean, just everything leading up to this moment, you know, because they're the dudes who are the ones who fucking which I hate this guy, and I never brought this up. I, I, I forgot to bring it up earlier, but in between the scenes is where they're getting updates, and he like he's on the phone, he's like, okay, great. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, super, yeah, right, right. <laughs> super excited about what's going on. And he was like, uh, comes out, and like he's doing, like does a little jump, like, like skipping almost, like, because he's so happy. And he was like, some two-bit outfit almost got him, but they bopped their way past. And and uh, some one of the guys uh, who was with them is like, every gang in the, every uh, cop in the city is going to be looking for the gangs out there. And he's like, yeah, man, and you and me both. And it's like, why the hell are you so happy? Oh yeah, because I'm having a good time. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> He was he way like too a little excited. guy, doesn't he? He was a little guy, wasn't he? Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely a Napoleonic, you know, complex. Mm -hmm. But he was just way too happy with all the anarchy that was going on. Like, he's literally talking about how the cops are out looking for guys like him. And uh, it doesn't matter because the anarchy is happening. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and... uh I mean, warriors are ready to battle. Like they've uh, they they know their way around Coney Island because uh, they. Uh, I, I mean, immediately once they know there's about to be a rumble, they start they go underneath a bridge or wherever the hell they're at and fucking you know, pulling pipes you know off and just you know they they got weapons. Oh yeah, it was like the A team right there. Yeah, <laughs> the they got the weapons. Yeah, they got the weapons right away, and uh, but still. They didn't have a gun. They didn't. Um, I guess Swan had a knife. But yeah, I yeah. mean, this dude had fight. the gun that shot Cyrus. Yeah, and those bottles, those clang for longer than I thought. So it kind of was trance like, you know, just like, ah. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's about a minute. About a minute that it goes on for. Did you time it? Uh, well, I mean, the, the clip that I got was like literally like 59 seconds and some change. Of, of clanging? Um, yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah, the whole thing was the start of the clinging until uh, pretty much until the end of it. Oh, wow. I, yeah. I, I thought about time. I wonder what it went for. It was, like yeah. a, it was like a musical piece. Yeah, about a minute there. And Bakeslot said, just got to raise that work and a new bong. Let's smoke a bowl. And a new bong. He like spent it. that money quick. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, they, I, I guess their turf is the uh, is the sand. Um, I don't know. Maybe just because they knew that they couldn't. They couldn't be rushed by anybody else, I guess, getting over there, you know, because you have to go across the pier or whatever to get to the sand. So that's what Swan said. I'm going to lead them out to the sand. They all go out there and then they're just waiting. And uh, yeah, then you see that other. I don't even know what they are. They almost look <laughs> they almost look like uh, like the uh, the village people, you know, the guys like the biker and the village people. It's like that's their gang. Except the village people, ah, well, no, not all of them. Just the guy who's the biker. Okay, okay, which guys are you talking about? Uh, the uh, the other gang, the one that 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 follows them all the way to Coney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bottle guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I thought because it seemed to me that a lot of them were wearing just kind of black. They seem very fairly uniform with black leather mostly. Yeah, village people were you know had an Indian guy, had a cop, you, know, you had all these different. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it's just the just the biker guy that's in the village. People, isn't there a biker guy in the village? Yeah, people? there is. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like just that guy. Oh, like that got outfit, you, got you. That's the way that their whole gang is dressed. Without <laughs> minus the chaps. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and uh, of course, like uh, the main Leather dude. It, it's crazy because whoever's the leader of the gang, like they they're the only ones who are dressed a tiny tiny bit different. Like Cleon, for example, for the Warriors. I mean, he had kind of like the headpiece or whatever. Yeah. I guess every I, I guess there was like hats and things to wear, like you know, with the Warriors may have been different, but like it almost seemed like all these other gangs were like dressed in uniform, super, except for like whoever their leader was. And even this guy, like uh, the leader of the uh, of the biker gang, he just had like uh, like a sweater on, like under his vest or whatever. And that was like oh, the, the, the leader of the uh, Riker, of or the, 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 the Riffs? No, not the Riffs, the bikers. Because even the Riffs guy, he had shades. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not, not Cyrus, but the other guy who took right. over. He, yep. he had sh- shades and like a cool jacket. And the other ones had uh, all in kind of like yoga or yeah. Shaolin monk wear. Right? Yeah. <laughs> except when they all go out to the, uh, except when they all go out to Coney. And like when they're when they're all out there, it's like they're all in like black shirt, black pants, all of them. Um, but inside inside their uh, their warehouse, that's when the like their dojo or whatever. That's when they all had like the orange, orange, uh, orange karate gi. Like that's the only thing I think. Yeah, it looked like a. You can actually gi. tell like they put a a lot of thought into the wardrobe. Yeah, for they sure did. they did. Yeah, because every I'm realizing that more the more you talk, even I realize that it's true. Every gang was so unique. 
with what they were wearing. I mean, we even saw, I mean, I don't know, even a couple of them, like in the beginning where they're just showing guys walk in like to the subway or whatever, like, man, there was guys who were like dressed like pimps, you know, and uh, we're looking super fly, you know, and then, then you got the orphans who are like wearing dingy shirts and like, you know, jeans with holes in them and shit, you know? So super funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to mention to you. So when you, can you dig it scene? Yeah. If you look closely in the crowd, I only saw twos, but you see twos and twos of people wearing the same thing. But yeah. it was in twos. And then I saw one guy, uh, there was like three, but there's two together. Then was a third with the same, like a white and black stripe on. Let's go back here and we'll pause it when they pan. Can you count, suckers? I say the future is ours. If you can count. Now yeah, Sack, right here. I mean, here's, uh, I mean, obviously, if we could zoom in, we could see it a little bit better. But yeah, there's not like nine guys like grouped up. Oh, that's not too far away. We resume and then there's closer. Oh, shot. There right go. there. Yeah, there you go. Um, a lot of yeah, it, even middle. one, like you look at the front row, everybody, well, I guess two guys are the same, but they're on like the opposite ends of the front row. Right. That's what I'm one. saying, man, with butts to nuts. Look how close everybody is. Like, man, there's like no room in between like row one, row two, row three, row four. Yeah, we got some crazy characters like in here. Let's see. Right there. See those two? Yeah. Two stripes. And then behind them, look, I just saw that the two behind, they got two um, maroon looking type of garb. There's a black person and a white person. Yep. So they have the same thing. They got two on the right. Maybe they're in the same game, but they got they got colors on. They got black, gold stripes and then a purple. Yeah. It looks like it could be the same. There you go. Yeah, look at the dude all the way on the right with that crazy purple-looking top hat or burgundy top hat. Oh, yeah, see, those three are all together. It seems like they're in the same uh, uh, same gang, those three. Yeah. Yeah, because the dude in front, I mean, with the uh, he's got like the fedora hat almost. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was like the pimp gang that I, that I saw in the beginning. I never noticed him before. Well, I noticed him, but now I see the hat. I didn't see the hat before. Let's see. Do we get any other? Right there. See the two army fatigue guys? Yep. And then you see yeah. behind them, there's their hats, what they're wearing. They have three. Yeah. You guys got these condom the, looking things on or nylon. Yeah. The scully caps or the do rag. Yeah. Yep. So that's. And there's two. <laughs> Which guy is that? Was that the guy that got uh, run over by the train? Yeah, was that him? That guy on the right. No, no, he made it all the way home. It was the other guy with the the more curly hair, the more tighter curly hair, I guess. But what's uh, up with the dude on the left? Look at that. See the dude all the way on the left? Got the, like, the white like robe. The black Joseph? Yeah. <laughs> <In the right? laughs> yeah, we got some crazy looking characters out here. Let's see. We see any others? Yeah, see, look at that. I mean, that that's where you kind of pan and you can see like everybody. Yeah, and you see clumps of like burgundy, like they're 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 kind of kind of together and they're kind of spread out at the same time. Yeah, 
If, if you look yeah, because even all the Warriors, they're not right next to each other. Alex, what do you see on the left? If you go to the left of Cyrus, uh-huh. what's that? It looks like a circle of people, or what is that? There's two guys in yellow. You see the yeah, two guys in yellow in front of it? Is that a circle of emptiness or something? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I know, know what they're doing. They're sitting down on a ledge. Oh, yeah. Good call. Good yeah, call. They were in yellow. There's three guys in, in orange, middle. four in, behind them. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, there is a bunch of dead space in there, and that's because people are just, like, standing or sitting, like, right on that ledge. Right. That looks like it's like a big U almost. Yeah, because you got guys all the way up on top, like on the ledges and climbing up. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Um, I think that's the mime. I, I think that's the mime uh, gang right there. That's like on that like building or what? I don't even know what it is. That not a building, but the structure on the, on the top right. right uh, kind of in the right uh, to the top right of Cyrus's head. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah. There's like four, of them, five of them. I think. Yeah, that's like the mime gang right there. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, I'm not going to count them all, but you can easily, there's got to be easily four or 500 people for sure. Because it yeah. goes to the right, right? Yeah. Because you can easily count there, probably 300 easily there. Right. Shot. Yeah. And everyone's close. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the only dead space. Like you said, I didn't even notice that. And uh, yeah, even noticing why, like, yeah, it just makes sense. But yeah, it's there's cool no like, house. Yeah. Let's you ever been else. on a, you ever been on a set where there was like that many, like extras no wouldn't want to be either i mean it's a lot of people like i mean especially now with covid right like <laughs> just figure out how to cgi that shit in somehow <laughs> no doubt i'm sure they know how to do that already yeah actually. uh so and then the very very last part of uh of the movie is where now the big the big fight the big climax between uh the biker gang and them and Swan, he's like, all right, come on, me and you, toe-to-toe. Like, didn't want to get in a fight with everyone, but he was ready. And he's like, one-on-one, you're crazy. I got the gun. <laughs> you know, and he's like, you're dead. And, like, he's holding it out, but doing too much talking. And and Swan, like, moves a little bit to the right and fucking throws his knife and hits got him right him. in the forearm. <laughs> got him like a little bish. <laughs> And he was done just right there. I mean, the knife was sticking in his arm still. You know, he got Pump him pushing good. out. Yeah. Got him yeah, good. He, he was done. And uh, yeah, he even pulls the knife out, like <laughs> uses his hair to wipe the blood off, you know. And then uh, and then the big riffs gang comes. Riffs and, come in uh, just right on time. Man, and there was like hundreds of them like i mean there was it's funny it was probably a bunch of people who were in there from the beginning they probably got used as extras in that as well but now they're just dressed in all black right i think they might have used the same extras for uh for well, multiple scenes oh yeah for sure oh yeah for sure they did and also remember that they you know they don't shoot in sequence so they, they could have shot that scene first right right yeah so and then all these scenes like they could have done days consecutive with shooting that last scene for and then uh, the earlier scenes before with the same crew of yeah. uh, extras to keep continuity and uh, order. Yeah. So it's not so confusing because, you know, they don't shoot in order, obviously. Right. And that was all. even during the day. I mean, when they were shooting that, that was like the morning or whatever. So easily could have done that first and then done the other one next night or same night. Who I mean, who knows back in the seventies, like 
might not have had too many labor laws, right? <laughs> For yeah, right. <laughs> so when they got the Coney Island, when they're looking at Coney Island, it's um looks like the sun's just about to come up, right? Yeah, it's just coming yeah. up. Yeah, and by the time they're on the beach, it's it's pretty sunny. Like it goes, it seemed Coney Island. Yeah. It might have been what six o'clock in the morning. Then by the time they're on the beach, it's like seven. It's like high. I mean, it should be like that time, but it seems like it's like high noon. Like at that time, the way just how bright everything is at that right. time. But then when they walk off into the, you know, into the sunset, I guess the, the sun end, does rise in the east, though, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe it does. Just if, get you, if you if you remember when they, I don't know if it's a if it was a production fade, but when they walk off, it looks kind of dark again. I think that might have been a fade though, because it was still. I mean, might have been a fade then, right? <laughs> Because I, I mean, it was still super sunny. I remember, and then the riffs just kind of take over everything. We got it from here. You're good. You're good. <laughs> the best. <laughs> that was that was that was a that was a heavy emotional moment, like the end of Shawshank Redemption. Man, they you, just, know, you know how you know how you know how they end them like that. It just shows them walking somewhere, and then it fades yeah. to black. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption. They do that. They did. They, they did it here. There's another film they did it too. Walking off into the sunset after yeah, right? big night bat big night of battling. I'm trying to think of others, but yeah, that's it. That was uh that was good. Yeah, and a lot of times I'd, I'd run into the movie that like I said, I'd run into the last 20 minutes. Yeah. So that would stand out. I was like, oh the gang let that gang go. Like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, then, and they always look badass, those riffs. Oh They're yeah, badass. for sure. And just so many of them and all in uniform and yeah. Real army, that's for sure. Yeah, and the shade, yeah, the guy had the shades on all the whole time. Yeah, yeah, man. Right. Yep, inside didn't matter where they were at. He had them. Nighttime. Were, yeah, nighttime, the warehouse, you know, inside or on the beach. Like, yeah, he was rocking it the whole time. And his character was really cool. Could you tell the characters? There's a kind of a stoicism, like like you can tell they're 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 playing an archetype, right? And um, that guy, the not the, I guess he wasn't Cyrus was a leader, but pretty much Cyrus did. We called him a leader. Yeah, shades. Like if you ever seen the X Files, yeah. So there were some analogies that you see of older, no, sorry, newer shows that came after that that were similar, like. Um, the shades guy was kind of like Mr. X on the X Files. Remember that guy, black okay. guy? He, he he would just appear out of the shadows every now yeah. every seven episodes. Yeah, and tell Mulder what to do. Kind of, hey, this is what's going down, and he'd disappear. Yeah. And Mulder would yeah. turn around, hey, one more question, he's gone. For sure, <laughs> you, you get those characters. Uh, very mysterious. Uh, another show. There's called show called a show called um. Uh, not was it Heroes? Do you remember Heroes? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was an ABC show. I think it was Heroes, but there was a one show where there's a black guy. I think it was from uh, Haiti. He never spoke. Was that Heroes? He did speak though. I mean, well, he later on in the, in the later episodes, yeah. he did. Yeah. But the first yeah. season, he never spoke a word. He, he oh yeah, he could erase your mind. Yeah. Right. He take his hand. Yeah. His hand on right. That, that's that's Heroes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. But check this out. After he started speaking, the mystery was gone. It was like he was more interesting when he wasn't speaking. 
That's what I'm saying, man. Like we were talking about Jay and Silent Bob. Like that, there was oh, yeah? just so much buildup, you know, to whatever Silent Bob would actually say. Like I remember one in uh, in Dogma. It was a uh, Dogma is the first one that I saw, so I just have a special place for that one. And uh, they're getting into a big fight with uh, with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon on a train, and uh, he throws them off the train. Silent Bob throws. Uh, throws uh ben affleck and matt damon off the train <laughs> and it's this whole big scene he's like oh pulls out pulls out a cigarette lights it up <laughs> and then there's like it pans out and then you see like someone who's sitting right there <laughs> like in the seat and they're just like terrified it's like have no idea what's going on silent bob looks around no ticket <laughs> <laughs> whole big build up so funny and yeah no ticket no ticket <laughs> Yeah, there's something, and you know, you got Penn and Teller, right? Uh, which yep. is, is it Teller doesn't that doesn't talk? Uh, I think so. Well, I know it's the small guy. Yeah, yeah. I think Penn's I, the big guy, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And Teller, and you watch Teller, he's just like, I just say something, like. <laughs> but then you know, if he does, he's just like, okay, you don't really want to hear his voice. You want him to, yeah. You know, it's it's like a magic trick. You want to know the the, the trick, but then you don't want to know. But yeah. You kind of want to know. Yeah. But then once you know, it's like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, so they say, there's a saying that even uh, uh, the most what stupid person can look wise if he doesn't say nothing. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> That's where, some words of wisdom to the men out there trying to pick up chicks. Come on, guys. Come Tino on, guys. and, and uh, well, Crispy. Uh, there's some advice from me that, uh, you know, just don't say a word. <laughs> don't say a word. Just, you know, if, if you ask me a question, just go like this. <laughs> I did that one time. I was shooting pool with a friend of mine. She says, "No, just, just don't talk. See how far you go." And then I shake my head, just nod. She goes, "Hey, your friend doesn't like me." Then he's she's talking to my friend. He's yeah. like, "Why?" Well, he won't talk to me. He says, "No, he's pleasant. He's a nice guy. Talk, just ask him questions. He'll he'll answer you." I just nod and stuff. Like he doesn't like me. He said, "No, he does. He's just he's just quiet." <laughs> And it bothered her, but I was just like, hey, I'd smile and stuff. So I wasn't, you know, an asshole or nothing. But yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. The silent <laughs> treatment. But I'm sure Crispy knows about that, though. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, I mean, that's the end of the movie. That's, I mean, just like we said, real quick start and real quick finish. Um, yeah. The climax just uh, is crazy and quick. And, uh, and the Warriors are safe. The battle is over. Hey, hey, what's that one thing that uh, here, David? The, what oh, crispy, right? So yep. they got separated in the crowd. One drone would take care of that crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Crispy said, I'm going to watch this movie smoking. Uh, yeah, he's smoking some true OG. I like it. Man, The Warriors, such a classic movie. Such a classic movie. I wonder. Did we two weeks ago? Did we say we we're gonna do this on air with the um when we did the other movie? I believe so. Because I was thinking if Crispy could have watched it before, that would be even better, right? Um, he could have. Yeah. I was just thinking if they know what's up, but then it's uh, probably it's probably more fun hearing us talk about it and reminiscing maybe. about it and watching it after. But uh, I'm gonna watch next, uh, so next thing that we're breaking down isn't going to be a movie, we're getting into our first TV show, and uh, we're going to be breaking down the league. 
And that's a show came out 2008 or 2009. And it's a whole comedy based around fantasy football. First of its kind. Bogey hasn't seen it. And Nelly Nell has not seen it either. <laughs> so it's going to be good. No, I haven't. It's I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. Is, is and, it kind of like The Office maybe? Uh, I mean, very similar, like, like to those kind of sitcoms. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, pretty much the whole thing, it's about a group of friends, you know, and their, their activity that connects them all together is fantasy football. So, I mean, it's not like every single thing in the show is uh, based around fantasy football, but that's kind of like the main storyline of each season is the fantasy football league. And then, you know, every episode has different storylines and stuff in addition to that main storyline. But uh right, I'll be checking out. I'll find out. Group of guys who talk shit to each other, that's for sure. And uh Bakeslaw said, fuck yeah, the league is hilarious. Hell yeah. And uh the reason I know you don't have to be into fantasy football to like the show, because it is just it's 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 just a funny show, is what it is. Like my sister, no idea, like never played fantasy football, not even really into sports at all, but she would like the show, and she was like, Oh yeah, it's so funny. You guys all. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to talking. it. Can it's... you dig it? Can <laughs> you dig it? Very not I'm PC. Very not PC as well. So that's another. I, I think you'll like the humor. Not PC. Yeah, that's like this wasn't PC. They used the F word in this. We don't have to say it on YouTube, but they used the F word a lot. Yeah, and like, yeah, you know, in the first half of the movie, after a while, they didn't use it so much. But then, what was Ajax? It was Ajax's character, like, he was the one who kept saying it, but he was like, oh, the ultimate alpha male, right? You know, so that was like the biggest, like, just seemed like the biggest degrading word that he could use, right? Oh, you don't want to, you don't want to go get this chick, like, oh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Yeah. And that's really what it was when, because uh, yeah, in the beginning, I remember that he was like, "Yeah, maybe we can get some strange, uh, some new tale or something along the way, or whatever." He said, "Someone was like, you have a one-tracked mind," and then yeah, that's when he dropped it for the first time. Maybe we should run a train on you. I love that line. <laughs> you look like you might like it. She got so offended. Fuck you. Because lines asked, like, like that, lines like that, you don't hear nowadays, right? Even lines like that, yeah. Like maybe in hardcore, you know, stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. But not in your like in some like movies like that. Nah. Right. So are we are we breaking down the league? We're going by episodes, so we're just doing it next. No, no, we're we're gonna we're gonna do the whole season. So I think there's only six, and they're all like twenty minute. You know, it's a it's a thirty minute you know TV show. So like without the commercials and everything, you know, like twenty minutes or whatever. So okay, do you do you know what we're doing after that? Didn't we uh, mention something or no? Yeah. So after the league, uh, the two weeks after that, we're going to be doing Back to the Future. Oh, we are doing that. Good. Yeah. That I think I can find some locations on that. I should That'd be, be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know of one major location for sure. I guess I don't have to get a lot. I just get what I can get. So I can get that major one. Sweet. Damien can show me where that is. Um, oh, I was going to mention that there was a movie that came up when I was uh, searching for this last night called The Wanderers. Have you heard of that? The Wanderers. That's yeah, similar to the words. It's the same like New York story of gangs. And uh, there's a, a gang called the Ducky Boys. And there's all these different gangs and there's fights and stuff. 
Yeah, you know what? I've heard of it, but I mean, because the, the name sounds super familiar and I'm looking it up on Google. And how crazy is it that it came out the same exact year? You know what? Check it out and just see if you like it. It's uh, it's free on YouTube. Okay. The commercials, it says. I'm going to watch it just because I, I watched it maybe eight years ago, but I saw it years ago. Like I saw it maybe in the late 90s, early 2000s. I watched maybe okay. 2015, 2016. I saw it again. Uh-huh. And it was pretty good. It's pretty good. You have uh, these, uh, you know, brawls between the gangs and stuff, something like that. And you got these neighborhoods going, are you going to go fight? Yeah, they, everyone's getting together to fight, and then it's, it's crazy. But it, but I think the wars may might be more intense, but it's a totally different story. But but it's a, it's a whole New York lifestyle thing. Yeah. You, you, know, you got your Italians. I think you might have your blacks, too. You got the preppy ducky boys, I think they're called. And these yeah, different... Yeah, it's yeah, like the main, uh, yeah, like the main gang or whatever. That I don't know if that's the Wanderers, but yeah, they're the Italian gang, right? Oh, you see that? Are you are you are you, are you uh, reading that now? Yeah. What's it saying? That it's uh that that it follows an Italian gang of teenagers uh, known yeah. as the Wanderers. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. Bakeslot said Bogey does not look or act like Rafi yet, allegedly. He said, I'm not just kidding. He said, it is his energy in the show. I guess that could be one of the things for sure. Who's Rafi? Uh, well, you'll see. That's a character in the league. Oh, yeah? He's like him? Bogey? Well, I mean, a lot of people like who saw the show, like in Bogey's past, said that they remind that Bogey reminds them of Rafi. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> I can't wait to see this. You know what would what, be a collector's item is the Warriors uh, leather vest, huh? Yeah. I wonder if the, the actors got them. Uh, yeah, I wonder, man, because, yeah, they're super cool. I mean, all leather and they have the nice patches on the back. Like, yeah. You know, because what happens, like, when I was on set and stuff, um, it all depends on the production or or wardrobe. Right. Like, you can buy, like, I, I did the show. Um, what up, Lego? It was, of course, it was years ago. But it was called The Endless Grind. I was on the Comedy Network. They flew me to, uh, I was living in Toronto. Oh, I flew man. to Ottawa to shoot this show, right? Mm -hmm. For the weekend. And I was playing this detective and I had a cool ass wardrobe. <laughs> after I was done, after it was wrapped up, I said, hey, can I buy the wardrobe? I asked the, um, I don't know if I asked the producer or the wardrobe or vice versa. I think I asked the wardrobe she says oh, let me ask the producer see what they're going to do if they're going to release the wardrobe because sometimes they do sometimes they don't right and then um but if they do or they'll either give it to you or you can buy you it. pay like five or ten percent of what the price was okay because now it's used yeah like like for instance like i think um for tom cruise's movies they have eight duplicate uniforms for the, each scene or something like that Okay. Uh, just in case it gets ripped or something spills right. on it, something they got. Right. And I hear the this hey, it's this wardrobe people were telling me that when they did uh, one of his cool. movies, and um, cool. so that mine, you know, my and the stuff I did wasn't like that, but um, <laughs> but I was wearing this cool leather jacket. I remember I asked wardrobe because you know they know the prices. I go, she was said it yeah. was like four fifty, four four hundred fifty bucks for this leather jacket. Uh huh. I go, I want it. I want the pants. I want everything. She was, yeah. Well, she goes, um, how much money? I got like. I, I had per diem money left. That's uh, money for food they give you. Uh huh. On top of it, when you when they fly you out to another city, they they pay for your food, the hotel. They give you all this extra money that's separate from what you're getting paid, right? Cool. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So 
so I got wrapped up. I said, um, yeah, I want the leather jacket. How much? He goes, well, how much you got? Left? I got 65 bucks left on me. Okay, take it, take everything for 65. Just give me 65 bucks. Nice. So they were just so I got a leather jacket. I got these pants. They were dress pants and I think shoes and a shirt and a tie. So this is just the stuff I was wearing. Yeah. But that leather jacket, I said, I gotta get that leather jacket. So you know, I paid like you know, probably pretty much forty dollars for a four hundred and fifty dollar jacket. Damn, that's cool. <laughs> and I still got it now. And the thing with leather jackets, they don't really go out of style. Right. Yeah. Right. They're just leather. <laughs> Always somewhat timeless, that's for sure. Yeah, and, exactly. uh, thanks a lot. You demand gifting a YouTube membership 420 crew YouTube membership. You demand thanks, Bakes. Yeah, 300 entries for anyone who gifts the, the YouTube membership into, into all the different jerseys that were uh that are going to be an option in uh, this month's raffle. That's a hat tip to uh, Half Baked, which one day we're going to do that movie here as well. But one of the characters in there is uh, Sir Smokes a Lot. Sir Smokes a Lot. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome movie, classic. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to get into some of our stoner movies. I think they shot that in uh, Toronto. Did they? Um. They used to do like, um, you know, uh, Spade. We was this Spade? Uh, uh, what's his name? David Spade. Uh huh. Um, and then the uh, McDonald. What was that? Did, Norm McDonald. Uh, yeah, yeah. Norm. Did the Men at Work or something? Uh, it, I get that mixed up with Dirty Work. Lot. Dirty Work. Dirty Work. Yeah, I shot that. that in Toronto when I was living there. I just got into. I was doing commercials. I just got into the the, the business. I think I auditioned for that actually. Yeah. I don't remember the role, but it was a small part. Uh huh. But I remember it came across my agent's desk. It was uh, dirty work, yeah. And I think um, uh, Half Baked was shot around the same time, right? Okay. And I think it was shot there. I don't know. I could be, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know dirty work was shot in Toronto. Okay. Might have been a couple years difference, but. Uh, right. Man, I love dirty work. That, that'd also be uh, one that I'd be down to break down as well. That one's super. Love that one. And uh oh, Bakeslot said, "No worries, brother." They said, "When are you gonna join the league with us, Nelson?" Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about the league. If I'm gonna watch this the show, and then um, maybe find my way. I don't know. Because <laughs> I remember when Marty was got into it like years ago. He'd tell me, "I was like Marty, I don't get it." <laughs> I, I tried to get to latch onto it. He's explaining it to me as like. I get football and stuff. I don't, I don't get so what you, you pick the players and stuff. I, I just didn't get the concept. <laughs> yeah, you'll get it a little bit watching the show because you do get a little bit, and you you get a little bit of a of a dive into fantasy football. But it's really to hit the casual like fan with it. Like their that their league is so like, let's see what uh, so non advanced that they make fun of it. Like that that's like a running joke throughout the show as well. Oh, okay. So yeah. like, like, do you do you win money and prizes with uh, fantasy football? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, for most people, yeah, yeah. And with ours, you know, you throw down uh, fifty or a hundred bucks, and then uh, top two or top three at the end of the year get paid out. How much do you get paid out? Like, well, I mean, it just depends on how much the league is, but like these fifty dollar ones. And how many people are in the league? Like, okay, usually twelve, ten or twelve. So twelve times. 50 is what the, yeah so usually it's like four three or four hundred for like fifty dollar league yeah 
Yeah. Hundred dollar league, you know, more than that. And then is, a, is it almost like a bracket, like a playoff in a sense, a pool? At the end, yeah, it does yeah. get down to that. Yeah, last couple of weeks are the playoffs, you know, so very similar to like the NFL playoffs where it's a big bracket and the highest seed goes up against the lowest seed. And uh, there's always a lot of shit talking involved is what it is. Like uh, gets uh, gets real fun. And you pick your teams and your players. See, I don't even get that. I don't even know the basics. Yeah. Well, don't worry. If you want to get into it, we'll help you out. But yeah, that's what we uh, that's what we do around here anyway. Thanks, Bakes, for the question, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> put me on the spot there. <laughs> I don't know. Let's jump back in to uh, let's jump back into the Warriors and. Oh yeah, uh, we're not done. I thought we were, we're done, but we have one last thing. Yeah, let's uh, let's give it some grades. And uh, I got my you, grade. Well, what do you what are you thinking for a grade? A minus. Yeah. You want to know why, or do you want to say your grade first? No, go ahead. Okay, A minus for um, the. Uh, I don't know if it was the acting or the dialogue, kind of in the beginning. It, it, maybe it was bad writing or something. It kind of came off a little flat. And like I said, I don't know if it was it was the writing, it was some bad lines, or it was the actor. But it wasn't like a, it wasn't like Swan. Wasn't the main actors a couple lines that were said that maybe it was a the one pretty boy type of dude mm-hmm. and a couple of things he said it didn't seem believable. Yeah, and um, that was one. So I so could it be an A plus? I had to knock off a third of a point. Then knocked off um, the uh, the choreography for fighting. Um, yeah. The like the 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 the, the, the furies. Yeah, I'm disappointed in that. It's like, come on, there's a lot of them. They had bats. They don't really do much damage. Um, the bathroom fighting was pretty good. Yeah, um, the guys with the overalls and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was good. But there's a couple like the furies was a letdown. I thought the for furies sure. would give them more run for their money a little bit. Yeah, so they, yeah. they did so, nothing. So, so the choreography of the fighting, even with the furies, the choreography was good, but the fighting didn't seem intense enough, believable enough as as much as how it was choreographed fine and it was shot fine too it was edited good too but it just wasn't um like they're kind of getting out of there unscathed the guys had bats mm, come on so that's another point off that and that's why i, I degraded it down to a minus but everything else held a minus preventing it from hitting dipping down into the bottom of uh Hitting the bottoms of the um, what do you call it? You said the, <laughs> the fucking ass to balls or what was it? <laughs> butts to nuts. <laughs> yeah, from the butts to nuts. <clears throat> the butts to nuts would be plus. <laughs> the ass stayed on an A minus uh, because see, the rest of the movie was great. And seeing, you know what it is for me is I, I'm going to start grading these a lot harder because uh, we all know the points. We all know the points that we like, but I think I'm going to nitpick more than anything like with the movies like just areas i feel like i can the beginning yeah, I think in, we should yeah so i mean because this is a b plus for me i mean and it's not like i don't love b plus movies i love b plus movies i probably even love c's and d's for different reasons but the movie starting so quick that i feel like there could have been a little bit more of a build-up to like the characters especially because like six out of the nine characters they make it the entire way you know through so I feel like this is the beginning 
the end ended a little too quick, but I think the beginning, you know, starting as quick as it did, I feel like I wanted more build up there to like learn learn about these characters a little bit more before the huge battle. Because really, we only got like a 10 second intro, like just a little clip of each of them, like saying like one sentence, you know, that was really the only the only intro that we got into who the hell these characters even are. And uh, we got some crazy cool characters in there. And uh, other parts that I would probably nitpick is, like you said, just a couple spots where not necessarily bad acting, but just like maybe the way that they're reading the roles, you know, uh, reading the reading the lines, you know, for sure. Yeah. Like the young kid, he it was it was him a lot of times. I feel like I made yeah, fun it of was, him. It ah, she cut me, you know, or like however the hell, like he said that, yeah. just like literally things like that. And um, uh, it was almost like a video game where like every battle that they had was like a tiny bit harder than the one before it was man i mean the furies like none of them could do anything you know it was like the guys who uh like the way that the characters got taken out one got taken out by the gang you know cleon he was in the middle the middle of the rifts and all that but then second guy he gets taken out by a police officer that was kind of lame. You know, I feel like there could have been something maybe cooler, you know, that happened with one of the gangs versus that. Cause it was like quick little sequence. So just kind of a shitty way for him to go out. And then even Ajax, man, like man, him getting taken down by the, by the girl cop. Like I really hated that part of the storyline. Cause like his character, like, I don't know. I feel like I wanted to see him like get his ass whooped by one of the uh, the other gangs or something as well because he was so much of an alpha male. Kind of wanted to see him lose a little bit too. Yeah, actually, interesting because you'd think they didn't fight those those guys in the end. You think you might see what the ending would have been better if they were fighting and then their uh, the wrists, uh-huh. then they come up and there's some combat going on. Yeah, right. That would have been more better than how it ended. Cause it ended kind of peaceful. You know, he just threw the knife. Of course, he's bleeding and stuff. Yeah. And know, like nobody know. did anything after he threw the knife at him. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that those that that's why it's a B plus. Cause I feel like they could have did more. And like you said, you thought it was two hours, 92 minute runtime. So I mean, barely an hour and a half. Like they could they could have done more. And I felt like uh even learning a little bit more about the characters. Like, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm big on the characters. I'm, I'm big on like the, I don't know how much backstory we could have got, but learning more than what we learned about them in 10 seconds. I just wanted more in the beginning. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think both of, yeah, I think really both of our grades are pretty, pretty giving. <laughs> This is good. I mean, it was good writing. It's probably a solid. If we really, really break it down, probably solid B territory. Yeah, yeah. It's the nostalgia that may uh, that may bump it up a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, big fan of the Warriors. It's always one that's going to be in rotation for me. And uh, and how about this? This is something that we can start adding in. So maybe at the end, would this be a movie that you would buy? A movie that you would rent or a movie that you would only watch on TV? Like if it was, I mean, now I I know TV works a little bit different, but we'll bring it back to a time where you're watching TV. You know, if this movie came on, would you watch it? Or was it good enough 
to where you'd have to buy it? Or was it only good enough to where you would just rent it but not buy it? Okay, and TV. And fourth category, that you'd never watch it again. Yeah, exactly. Even if it yeah. was on TV, right? Yeah, exactly. Even if it was on TV. Um, I would say Warriors. I'd say Rent. Okay. I'm good on the Rent. And I'm with, I'm with Bakes a lot. One of those must-owns uh, for me. Yeah, you must own on every console and disc, he said. <laughs> for me, would be one of those ones. Um, yeah, I, I would. this is one that I would buy it. I would own it. Yeah, it's funny for me because I've seen it on TV like three, four times before I even saw it on the other. Yeah. Before I rented it because I rented right. it now to watch it. So I'd be going backwards. So I was kind of tainted. But if I would have heard about it, I probably would have for sure. Yeah, probably it could have been a bot thing, but I saw it three times on TV. So I'm not buying it now. And seeing that, that's another thing too. Like, I mean, I'm the I'm the type of person that I can watch a movie. Like if I really like it, I can watch it a hundred times, you know, but I know that there's a lot of people, they watch a movie two or three times. Like they, they'd be okay never watching it again. Yeah, I'm not quite like that. I'll watch it. I don't watch them 10 times, but I'll watch them. I think Scarface is the one I've watched the most. I've seen it like three or four times, not five. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe four times. Have you? How many times have you seen it? Maybe like 20. Wow. <laughs> I'm watched, I don't think I've watched any film more than five times. Any film. Man, that's crazy. Because I remember uh, the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> the yeah. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe, maybe just the age, you know, of growing up, uh, late nineties, early two thousands, and like, man, because I remember even like a movie like Road Trip. I, when I was thirteen or however old I was, I thought that was the funniest movie in the world. And I remember watching it like Who's the Road Trip? Uh, Sean William Scott. Um, Tom Green, um, a lot of younger, yeah. It's like another like American Pie like style movie. Well, Tom Green, okay. When you said Tom Green, I know which. Oh no, hold on a second. Seth Green? No, Seth Green wasn't in it. No, Tom Green, Tom the one. Green. Yeah, he was. Uh, I don't know this Can- Canadian actor. Yeah, it's Canadian dude. Like he did that song. Uh, my bum, <laughs> my bum is on the everything. You know, my bum is on your lips or whatever. Like. I don't and, remember uh, that. And, I remember uh, him being from Canada, though. And he yeah, was married to uh, Drew Barrymore or something for like a Okay. Year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, super big podcast guy. That's for sure. You're Tom but, Green? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so I remember watching that movie like maybe like four times just in like a row in one day. Um, that was me being what? like 13, 13 or 14 and thinking it's the funniest movie like in the world. At the time, <laughs> were you high at the time? No, not, 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 I don't think, not, I don't think so. Not when I was 13, not yet. You watched it four times back to back to back to back, back to back to back to back, <laughs> and watching it with other people wow. there. So we're watching it and just laughing the entire time. I really, I have a pretty big uh, DVD collection as well. I know we're over four or 500 movies deep. Wow, I yeah. got like ten. <laughs> In fact, 
we'll we'll differ a little bit when it comes to like owning it and stuff because uh, there was just so many movies that I, I at one point I was, lately. I was addicted to uh, to buying DVDs. Like I still go buy the uh, the five dollar bin and get an itch to buy a movie. You get the sleeve. <laughs> you get that sleeve the DVDs have right. <laughs> yep. Bakes a lot said that I've seen how high 69 times. Oh man, 69, dude. Said shout out to Tikal. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Method Man, Red Man. All right. Well, I think it's a good time. Let's uh let's go ahead and wrap this up. The Warriors. Uh this was uh it was a great movie. And uh I'll definitely watch it again. Classic to say the least. <laughs> to put Any, on my thumbnail on my story classic classic to say the least yeah true any, any parting words before we get out of here uh we'll see you next time thanks for listening to our diatribe on the warriors and uh the league is going to be interesting i'm telling you <laughs> new territory for me so it's going to be awesome make sure you guys watch it Two weeks from now, we're going to be doing a breakdown on the league. We're only breaking down season one. Uh, there's six or eight episodes, something like that. So, yeah, we'll see you guys back here. We got a dyna- we got a best ball draft tomorrow, and yeah, we're going to start bringing some wrestling. Yeah, Banks. On was some that? random. Uh, yeah, there we go. We're going to start bringing some uh, some uh, wrestling content on some random Sundays here. Start getting that in the mix as well. Peace hey, out. Mar- hey, Marty has a question for you. Oh, where's yeah? Thoughts um, on Buddha? Oh, on Buddha, yeah, because he said he wanted a trade. I, I mean, it's probably good. They didn't use him the way that they used him. What, like not like three years ago? How about that? They didn't what's use Bu- him. What's Buddha? Or who's Buddha? Buddha? Buddha Baker. He's a he's a player uh, for the Cardinals, uh, safety for the Cardinals. So it's a football oh, question. Okay. Football question. Yeah, change of scenery might do him well. Um, obviously, landing spot's going to make a difference. But uh, we shall see. We shall see where it goes. Peace out, Bakes. Peace out, Phil. Peace out, Marty. See you, guys. Crispy, you the man. He said, great show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace out, everybody. Peace. Later. Have a good weekend.